Well, what is going on? It is February 2nd, the second day, uh, you know, of February, obviously. Yeah, second day of Black History Month, and there's already, you know, a lot of controversy. It seems like, you know, with, like, you know, with more discourse, and obviously I just kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, view it. And again, I was kind of, again, like, maybe because I was in the wrestling bubble for, like, you know, for the last 24 hours, I wasn't really paying attention to, like, what the new cancellations were, because now there's new civil rights people that, you know, that are getting canceled, like, whether it's Rosa Parks or whether it's Webb Dubois, um, you know, um, yeah, it's it's just it's just weird because then because again then because then you're like okay well maybe the people who are you know saying that the some of these people were kind of problematic, maybe there's like a valid you know argument or something like that. But then it just seems like it's done for the sake of fucking just angering people who are gonna fight back, and then it makes it seem like the people who are kind of like you know fighting it back against that kind of because again like the people who kind of you know, you know spread these messages about like. They're the ones who always get the most, uh, you know, uh, they're the ones that always get the most, um, uh, like, you know, traction or they get, like, the bigger platforms and all that, right? And when people who don't know about much about, uh, who, who are, like, not, not as familiar with it, and they're learning from, uh, and learning from, like, these, like, certain people's talking points, they're kind of gonna be like, oh, shit, so... I guess we shouldn't like Rosa Parks or something. You know what I mean? And by the way, with the call, I remember back, and this is when, like, uh, I used to get, like, really, uh, you know, if anything was proven to be phony, I would get really angry. You know what I mean? Like, do that pretend anger thing like, when I used to blog back in, like, 2007, 2008. I remember on the Stern, he, he basically uh, said that, you know, Rosa, Ro- Rosa Parks wasn't the... Uh, like, that was, like, the staged part of it, when it was really a real, it was someone else who did what she did, but she was pregnant, you know what I mean? And then, and then you know what I mean? And I always know that whatever it's, like, when it's black accomplishments, they always gotta, like, air that out. But, like, I could apply that to, like, most things that have been done symbolically, especially with, like, you know, the, the you know, the dominant society, which is, like, you know, white white accomplishments, I can be sure that, you know, they fucking lied about about the person who did whatever they say he did and or she did. And, you know, and then they uh, don't, like, credit the original person who did it. You know what I mean? So, like, so, so, like, so back then when I was, like, you know, more, like, you know, not as well-versed on anything. I'm still not well-versed on anything. I used to be like, oh, man, that's kind of crappy, man. Rosa Parks, uh... That wasn't really her, you know what I mean? But it's still, symbol. as I'm trying to say, symbolically it's still fucking important because symbolism on some level still, ex- you know, it's still important. But the people that are, you know, shitting on Rosa Parks, like, they're, like, aligned with, like, Biden and, you know, and Kamala. Unless you're going to tell me that there's some secret fucking rules where, like, they are secretly on some fucking good side but then on the surface, they got to fucking screw everyone over by not giving them the checks. And by the way, the, the way it's more transparent now, it's like they're kind of pushing people into like, you know, kind of like, hate, obviously hating them. Like even Bernie Sanders, you know what I mean? He's not, I, I don't even know what, what his, like again, I can't even remember the real role, role but even he is kind of doing the 14, 1400 
dollar thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of sad to see him become like an establishment guy. And I really hoped like some of these people are playing fucking, you know, like, cause I, cause you, cause you already know, but like with the whole Myanmar, uh, the, I forget, I can't pronounce the name, Myanmar, the, there's a coup that's going on right there, right now, right? There's a coup going on right now because uh, the military is taking it over because of election fraud. So, and then, and now people are harping on it. And with this whole impeachment trial happening and, you know, Trump having, you know, the lawyers for, uh, you know, the lawyers from, you know, Epstein, who's supposed to represent Epstein and some other guy who was supposed to represent Bill Cosby back in 2005 and didn't want to prosecute him. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it just seems like they're putting all these elements in there and you wonder where the fuck it's going. You know, and you you wonder where like every single part of it is, is going. Cause again, like they're bringing these characters out on purpose. Like everyone that you see who's become a heel by being canceled or whatever, it's like they they are gonna have just just caused well in their mind just caused to align with the ultimate evil because the ultimate evil in my personal opinion is still fucking on its way. If that makes any fucking sense, you know what I mean. But I can tell, like, you know, if this is, like, the route that people are going for Black History Month, it seems like that's probably what's going to be the the, the shtick for, f- for, the, for the next month, having people point out why other, you know, notable black figures are not, are not good people, even though, like, the people who are saying that might be aligned and are not being honest about, like, you know, what they're doing and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So, like, it's like, I don't understand why... Like, dude, like, if the, the, game, the game is fucking dirty, and people indulge, and people are going to indulge in white man's poison, even if, like, the stuff that they say about Malcolm X or Martin Luther King, well, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's like, but that, like, even if that stuff was true about what they're saying, like, the sex worker stuff, and, and you know, um, MLK, uh, you know, slept with the white women, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that their fucking whole existence and their whole cause was fucking, you know, not not because then I could point out regular people who are in the blue check mark fucking thing, who are kind of doing good by speaking out about systemic oppression and white supremacy, but then you're also aligned with fucking neoliberals. Now, should that take away from? Should that take away from? Uh, from from your cause, like maybe I at your core you want to do good, but you gotta kind of align with something shady, in in you know whether it be neoliberal or neoconservative or whatever. So like, how is that any different than like, you know, protect you know allegedly MLK or them doing whatever they did? Like it takes away from it. It's kind of like even with the conscious rapper stuff, like. They had a good message, and they're putting up, uh, like, they're telling you to rise up, and they're kind of educating you on stuff. But then, like, because, like, someone like Talib Kweli was at a fucking pool party, and supposedly he was doing coke or something like that, that totally takes away from 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 his message and all that kind of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like the entire game is fucking dirty. The, the, the playing field you're on is fucking dirty your best bet is to align with a delegation or a faction that, you know, kind of, like, can counter some of the fucking default, you know, evil shit that goes on, if that makes sense. You know, I I, I don't know. But, you know, I just... 
it just get, it, it gets weird because again, it seems like a lot of people. It seems like a lot of these people, a lot of these people online who kind of do that, they're in the space that I was in back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and all that, where I would tweet out like, like because of my experiences and my fucking you know me being hurt, I would project it like, oh, all video gamers are fucking horrible. If you play video games, you're a piece of shit. Because in my life, I you know I was called. I, you know, p- people, people in my life took video games way too seriously where it made it not fun and it kind of made me scale out of video games, you know what I mean? I just didn't really care about them, you know what I mean? But, like, it, it just seems like, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, and, and these people are getting fucking paid, like, a lot of money to, like, write these kind of things, you know what I mean? You know? Um, by the way, I was listening to, like, some Stern interviews um, you know, I'll listen to some Stern interviews from, you know, I saw some people like to upload shit, and I'll listen to, like, the Sam Jackson one, the one with Kevin Smith, and I always noticed that in the, with the Kevin Smith one, like, whenever, like, there's someone who else is funny that Howard has on, he always pretends, like, he doesn't, he messes up the names or he messes up the project names, to either, like, cut it down. I, I suspect that because, like, a lot of these guys in show business are all connected, maybe he has to act dumb like he doesn't know who these people are because if you he, if, if he reveals he knows everything and he keeps up with everything, then he's gonna, like, you know, look like, you know, they look like they're all fucking friends and you can't do that, so... And then, and then when it, and then when it's convenient to whatever narrative it is, because Howard's supposed to be the bad guy now, so now you can look back at some of these things that he did on the radio show and go, yeah, that guy, you know, like you know what I mean. And Afro Man is there, and then of course the usual shtick of interview. The interview is going good, and then of course you have to have one caller have to incorporate the N word. You know what I mean? In in there, the one that I was really impressed with was was with Sam Jackson. Um, and even in those interviews, I, I never used to pick up on it, but now I do. When, whenever, whenever Howard needs to relate to a black person on on on, uh, on the interviews, he'll always talk about going to an all black school. Like he he told because he was recapping a story with with Sam Sam Samuel Jackson. He was from, but he was promoting he was promoting a Shaft in two thousand. It was making me feel fucking old. I I remember when I first fucking saw that movie too. By the way. Uh, you know, um, it was weird, uh, no, but, yeah, so, like, yeah, so he, he was there, and then he was telling a story about how, the, um, with Sam Jackson, when he was in college, there was no black studies program that was going on, or something like that, and he, they, they took some of the people in the, in the, in the, in the administration hostage, and one of the guys was MLK's father, or whatever, you know, and 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 Howard has to incorporate his stories about like, you know, in in my school it was all black school, and uh, you know what they called they wanted soul food, soul food, and uh for 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 lunch, and then they wanted a black study program, and then it goes by the time that happened the the they all wanted the pizza back, not not the soul food, and all the people that were going to black studies classes were were mean other whiteies, you know what I mean, and. You know what I mean? And it's like there's no reason to add that into the fucking story, but it's like I always know I always noticed that he had to do that when some way where he makes it seem like like really those there's no black people in your black studies class really, 
Like, I, I'm sure that there's, a few, there's a few people who just probably don't want to fuck with more class. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for example, when I was given the option to be, you know, for example, there's black history in, in my school. But the thing is, I, I didn't want more fucking class. I, I didn't care about regular history, you know what I mean? Because, again, you used to fall for that whole uh, whole notion of, well, why would I care about what happened in the past? We're, we're living in the present, you know what I mean? Because, again, like, you know, even people at school would be like, whenever you were, you were mad at someone from, from like, a year ago, they'd be like, oh, my God, dude, that's a year ago. Can't you get over it? So, you know what I mean? So, you're always in that kind of mentality. So, I was always trained in my, in my head not to really care about, like, history as much. Because I, I go, if, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's already been done with. The world is a lot better, even though it wasn't. You know, seemingly it looked better because, you know, everyone's getting, everyone's seemingly getting along. You know, every, you know, ethnicity, ethnicity group and every fucking race is, is like, you know, all, all, all kumbaya, some level, we're all busting balls and all that shit. So, yeah, so I was watching some of those interviews, you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know who's uploading all these fucking videos, by the way, but it's interesting to see, man. It's interesting to see. It also feels like a lot of these, uh, like, it always feels like a lot of these incidences, whenever Howard addresses something that, you know, one of his staff members did, whether it's John, you know, having, like, a whole party at, like, the pool area where Howard's kind of sitting at, or, like, you know, Doug Goodstein, like, um, having his own party while Howard and, and all the staff were at the strip club in Vegas. So then Doug Goodstein had, like, the top strippers in that place at, like, his hotel party. And part of me always feels like that, that that's always Howard covering for himself a little bit to kind of, you know, to, to have some, you know, like, maybe because he knows people, are, people witnessed it and he has to, like, now go on air and pretend, like, Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want any of this. Because, you know, he doesn't look like, he, you know... It, it, it's interesting because you, you, you find little nuggets of truth. And a little and, and now that I'm analyzing it like it's wrestling, I can kind of see some of, of how he orchestrated stuff. You know what I mean? That's it's, it's like, you know, if you watch some of the Sal stuff, it's like the, Sal was meant to be, like, you know, the, the last hope for fucking the fans. He was, like, the, the last fan favorite that was kind of hired. So like it's like they, so they knew that they would break him down. And part of me wonders if like, like them you know because again the system will hire you right. You think that's a good thing they're doing, but sometimes they can hire you because now they can control you. And part of me wonders if like you know Sal fucking being uh, doing what he did to Gary and all that. That's the reason why he's uh, that that that's the reason why like you know he got like bombarded on and made made to look stupid. Part of me wonders if that was, like, some of the stuff is all a shtick that Howard always likes about the fucking guy. You know what I mean? Because if, if Howard was really outraged by a lot of the stuff he did, he'd probably fire him. But, you know, it's just the way it fucking goes, I guess. Um, by the way, this one, this, one, this one kind of fucking confused me, right? I, I, again, I, I go to I go to Leslie Lee's Twitter a lot because he's the one that kind of you know, kind of yeah, when he comments on stuff, whether it's about like new movies and new TV shows, or just the politics of what's going on, I go to his feed a lot. And again, like sometimes it seems like he's like kind of aggressive towards some of these accounts, where the accounts don't seem as bad. But then you know when you read through the fucking tweets, you realize that he he explains that a lot of these guys. 
like, you know, like, he explains to the fucking accounts themselves that these guys have been bothering him for, like, a while. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, and so, like, so like if you just walk into, like, his timeline, you see someone who might just seem like he's being reasonable at that moment. I don't know what, what other fucking, what other fucking shit he said to him, you know what I mean? It's kind of like when people walk in and see me being mean to some of my trolls, they're like, oh my god, he's being aggressive towards them, but it's like, yeah, but you don't know the other fucking part of the story where it is. But, like, there's something that was confusing me, because, like, when the, uh, you know, whenever you want to keep, like, owning someone, you post a screenshot of something fucked up they said, and I don't, and again, this is more, it's more my confusion about, because I'm not saying denying that this isn't racist or anything like that, but, like, the, the account that was fighting with Leslie Lee said, Something to some 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 black guy, some black guy was arguing with him, and he goes, "It must be the CTE," and I'm thinking to myself, "What is this guy? The guy arguing with the football player or something like that?" It's is it, cause I didn't I didn't are you trying to say that because he, he I I just didn't understand how how the like I I think it's disrespectful to to assume he has CTE, but I'm just. I'm trying to figure out how is that racist, right? Like, I don't... So sometimes I get confused, because then again, then... Cause then because, because maybe there is, like, a racial connotation to it, and then if I fucking just say, oh, no, people are just... You know, that's, that's nothing, whatever, then people are going to be like, no, dude, you don't fucking know, are you an idiot? So that's why I don't try to fucking really say anything. I just put it on here in the podcast, trying to fucking, you know, you know trying to, like, ask the questions or whatever, because I don't... I just sometimes I I I kind of I kind of miss that, and I'm afraid to ask questions because you will get yelled at for asking questions by you know other you know other people or something like that. I mean because everyone's always looking for answers with that, you know. That's why, like you know, um, a lot of people, whether you like it or not, they they, they look at comedy, and I'm I'm not saying that you know it, again it can be used as propaganda, but some people are not, like, you know, it gets boring, like, when it's on, we've been, for the last, like, 20, 20, 30 years, we've been, like, the entertainment aspect has fucking taken over what academics and all that, that kind of shit, academia, all that shit has, has done, basically, right, and then people, so a lot, a lot of people, at least a lot of the dumbed-down people that I knew, whatever, just pay attention to entertainment, let entertainment kind of teach them, you know what I mean? It might not be the smartest move, so I don't get why people get mad when, like, people get explained shit via comedy. You know what I mean? Because the ultimate goal is to, like, get people to realize shit, and if it takes fucking comedy to fucking do it, then I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the right information is being dispersed to everyone, you know what I mean? And it just, it, it makes me, it, it just, it just fucks with my head, because I, sometimes I wish I could just go back in time. And then I started redoing, like, oh, I, I can't be as mouthy back in the 90s. They would fucking beat the living shit out of me. You know what I mean? Like, you just, I, I just think about the pros and cons. I just want to redo everything and actually be smarter than I was. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't want to use my brain when I was fucking younger. I thought my brain would automatically just figure it out on its own because that's what a brain does. So I never, I never pay attention. I just daydreamed. And then when I started paying attention, I started... Fo- and again, when you don't know what what you're following, you can fo- fall for different ideologies or different ways of fucking people, you know, spewing their shit. And then you, you, you won't question it because you're like, okay, well, I'm learning from this person. So you go from, di- you, you go from direction to direction. 
It's probably why a lot of fucking leftists are probably, like, skeptical about me because they probably know me from the Stern Show and they see it when my mind is gone, I'm scatterbrained and all that. So I can totally understand why, like, you know. But it's just sometimes I get confused and sometimes it just bugs me because, you know, you, you even when you look, look press Google to, like, to get a leftist perspective on Google or whatever, it's normally establishment stuff like that. So you don't even know, like the whole, the, like, like like the whole Myanmar coup, like I don't know if that's like the U.S. organizing it or is that like, you know, uh, like a, again, is that a good thing that they're kind of rising up against fucking you know corruptness or something? Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I don't know what the interests are. Like you know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, but like but 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 they're basic. But the way it's being hyped, I think it's supposed to be a bad thing, obviously, but. Because, you know, when military take over, but it just seems like those are being the planted seeds for what's happening with fucking Trump and all that. And then, and that's why, like, with the whole AOC, and again, that's why, like, people think, like, what's happening is worse than it was, like, in the 90s and all that kind of shit. And even though it it, it seems that way, especially with how things are going, obviously, with the way it is... I do think that behind the scenes there's way more power on the quote-unquote good side. I just wish that people weren't fucking sacrificial lambs. Because that's always a fucking must. Like, if anything, if I should be a sacrificial lamb, then I don't belong here. Some other guy fucking probably belongs here. Some other woman belongs here who, you know, you know, who probably appreciate life more than I would. You know, but it's but the thing said that's why I, I I hate this whole notion of like never explaining what goes on behind the fucking scenes. Rather than they think Twitter and these books that come out about the Trump administration are one hundred percent truth, when it's all just fucking selling to make money off fucking Trump, basically. So like when you know, but so when people don't show AOC some kind of fucking you know uh, you know because she's a politician. You know what I mean? And not fucking really tell that, you know, if she was going to organize something, it'd have to be behind the fucking scenes while she kind of has to play a symbolic role and it come off and kind of come off pretentious in some ways. Like people will take anything. And again, listen, she, she came, she, she bravely came, came forward about, you know, how she's been sexually assaulted and all that kind of, you know, you know what I mean? And then Michael Tracy, who was like this, <laughs> so-called progressive, but he always is kind of always anti-Black Lives Matter on something in an intellectualized way. He's one of the most uncharismatic fucking human beings on the planet, and like he he claimed Maxine Waters fucking uh, uh, you know uh, 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 hurt him when she kind of waved him away, and then she, he's like reducing AOC's. Uh, you know, uh, sexual trauma by saying, "Oh, she knows how to manipulate and play the game," and even though, even though what she went, what she went through is like you know, a, you know, a horrible and valid thing, I do think that when the like you know, when the system needs you to fucking talk about it, they do it. They like they do it in a way to like kind of you because because then the thing is like let's say you question, you question then all of a sudden it's like because it's sexual assault. Obviously, you can't fucking question anything because, and I'm not saying that she didn't, she, she that nothing happened. Or I'm, I'm not saying that at all. And so I don't want anyone to think that. But I'm saying like when you have to present it on the on the on the surface, it has to come within a fucking 
it has to come in with a, within a script kind of where you're, you're using the trauma that you you know suffered through at, you know as a way to kind of make a point in, in order to like kind of but you know what I mean but, but Michael Tracy won't fucking show you other agendas that you know will do like like the anti like, like the anti cancel culture people like that like they don't have agenda like they're not manipulating or playing the fucking game but a, but AOC saying she was scared because right wing militias are coming in to fucking destroy, you know, try to fucking kill her. I mean, listen, if it was meant to happen, it was going to happen, but I really don't think, like, I know a lot of people just want to hate politicians, and I understand that for sure, right? But I really don't think that it's, like, the way to go to fucking, you know, not care if, like, some people, the the people in the school, like, I do think there are some good people in the in the political world, but they, you know, can't be as vocal, and if any power, they're going to fucking accumulate it has to be behind the fucking scenes you know what i mean but you really need people someone out there to fucking really wake people up but 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 michael tracy's a fucking douchebag and i and i feel really fucking bad for aoc you know what i mean you know she you know because again people are downplaying this whole trump thing man people are so focused on hating uh you know the democrats which is fucking perfectly valid but I think on that same level, you know, because the mainstream media has kind of attacked Trump at nauseum for the last four or five years. I mean, if you want to be, if, if you, you, you can say for the last decade, maybe, because, you know, he started catching traction about this stuff in 2011, 2012. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it's been like part of like a decade where he's kind of like planted the seeds to become this new character of, you know, what we've seen for the last four or five years, you know? But, yeah, you know, I just... But the thing is, like, if if, if I'm, like, concerned about someone like AOC, about, like, you know, the right-wing militia groups and all that, it's, it's like the same thing with, like, when I was a little kid and I used to be scared of all the bad, all the heels because I'm like, if the heels are getting the powerful guys like Hogan and all that kind of shit... Who's going to stop them from fucking coming over and, you know, doing whatever they do to to the rest of us? You know, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with, like, you know, with that. It's like, you might not like some of these fucking politicians, but, like, do not, like, you know, not, like, you know, kind of acting like the, like some of the guys that are leading this charge. Especially with, like, you know, how Alex Jones helped fund some of it. Like, like a lot of these guys were not, like... You know, just some regular fucking Joe. I'm sure there were some regular working class Joes that were there. But, you know, it just seems really fucking weird with what's going on. Uh, hold on. Uh, and then, you know, there's the whole, like, you know, you know um, anti-vaxxer fucking stuff going on. And again, like, listen, I've been skeptical about vaccines because of what the history with, like, you know, the Tuskegee and all that kind of stuff. But I really do feel like it's being used, especially when, like, when it's, like, a lot of right-wingers who are fucking doing that. But it does feel like, like, because, like, 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 if this pandemic was fucking planned out, right? They would clearly have had the fucking, uh, you know, vaccines for a long time. So, like, how, you know, you know, uh, you know, how can you, you know, people not question that aspect of it, but then question if, you know, we should take these vaccines, which is fine if you want to question it. But 
protesting and de- de- delaying it for other people that want to fucking take it. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, like you know what I mean? And so it, it makes it, it makes me fucking think that like the, the effort you're putting into being an anti-vaxxer and all that, like that, that, that to me is like now taking precedent precedent about like what is the real fucking propaganda really? Even with like how these conspiracy people don't believe what they see on television and they think everything is a false flag, but yet they never, you know, hint that the false flag could be also, you know, that some of these people are are pretending that, you know, some people are quote-unquote passing out to make you think that these aren't safe. And then people just buy that, you know, at, at you know, at, they just buy it all willy-nilly. Like, they, like they, they won't ever fucking question anything when it comes to that shit. It just it just makes no fucking sense to me. Um, by the way, R.I.P. to Larry, uh, not that Larry Wilmore didn't die. I thought when I read the headline, I thought Larry Wilmore died. It was his brother, unfortunately. You know what I mean? He's Larry Wilmore is fine, but I was like really you know sad about you know. I just saw Larry Wilmore trending for a minute. I'm like, oh shit! And that's all like Larry Wilmore COVID, but I, I didn't see the whole article. It was his brother that died, so R.I.P. to you know his brother and all that. R. By the way, an R.I.P. to fucking Screech. By the way, Dustin Diamond. That guy was an interesting fucking guy, man. I, you know, I, a lot of my fucking you know child, a lot of my childhood fucking. Uh, all, like a lot of like you know staples in my childhood are fucking are, are are going, and then of course you know when when someone when a celebrity dies, I have to always go. Oh well, maybe he transferred his consciousness to another human being. Maybe he faked his death like all these other celebrities, and maybe he's living out somewhere else where he's living off the grid. And sometimes like, you know what I mean. And again, like, people won't, don't think that's possible, but you know. People are, you know, who who pretend like that that is impossible. They're kind of in on it a little bit, in my personal opinion. But it was, it, it was, it's always odd that like, I always noticed that people would always like, you know, we we would always point out how Screech was always getting screwed, you know, getting fucked with, you know, by like the friend, by you know his by his friends on the show and all that, and then you know and then and so people pointed out how horrible Zach Morris is. But then, like clockwork, you know, I don't know if I use that. Term. I don't know if I put that in the in the right context, but you know, alas, here we are, right? No, but like that, but like, but then real life, like uh, you know, people would fucking be, would be all heads over heels for Mark Paul Gosselier, and then they would think they would think Dustin Diamond is a fucking weirdo because he he had issues with a lot of these guys where like you know they kind of used him as, like, you know, I, I think, like, you know, they, they they didn't treat him well, and because he was, like, the age, I think the age gap, maybe, and then, you know, and then uh, he got mad, and he would kind of vent out about them and write a book about them and trash them and all that, and part of me wonders if, like, all this stuff was a work just to, like, sell more controversy on some level, you know, but people were going for Zach Morris's head on Twitter, you know, they, they were going for, you know, <laughs> like, you know, he wasn't invited to, like, you know, because, like, Screech said that he hadn't seen Mark Paul, 
since like you know, and and then they missed they missed like represented the fucking clip because they made it seem like it, it was like a recent clip, but it was from two thousand sixteen. So like a lot of that could have changed from then, you know. But it it just it just fucking weird, man. It just it's just weird that you know another, another another fucking staple of my fucking childhood dead, man. I used to watch Saved by the Bell like all the fucking time. That was like my go to show when I'd come home. After school, watch some reruns, watch the new episodes on Saturday morning, followed by California Dreams. Then, like, you know, the Anthony Anderson show, the basketball, what, 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 what they called Hang Time. You know, I, I would watch all those fucking NBC sitcom shows on, on in, in the, uh, so that I miss those fucking days, man, I really do. And also, Screech was a part of wrestling, too, man. Like, he, he, he had his hand... He was in TNA. He did some TNA stuff, you know? I don't know if... He, he was never really... I don't think WWE ever used him. But, you know, that, that that would be odd. But, like, yeah, but he did a couple of reality shows. He kind of started... He was a huge wrestling fan, you know? He was also on Stern a couple of times as well. I remember one time he was there for, like, you know, for selling shirts to say to save his house that was gonna get fucked over or something like that. Um, you know. So he was always around, man. It's just weird to see Dustin Diamond screech. You know, in you know, outside of that character really. You know. But RIP to the fucking guy. You, you know, what they call Zach Morris was like a like a a fucking sociopath, and you know, and Screech was somehow like the nerd of the fucking, you know, and then even you know, even the even that caused controversy amongst uh, amongst Black Twitter because like one girl one girl had to like write like oh Screech is one of the first characters on a television show to thirst for a you know a a a, a, a black woman. So then it became like another thing where like you're putting down like 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 th- there's people who get fucking rightfully pissed off about that because it's like why do you why do you need to be embraced by a white person in order for it to mean something when there's you know other black people that will embrace black women you know what I mean so it becomes like one of those arguments you know what I mean so even like that has like even like that has become like you know even that has become a little bit uh you know like, everything has to turn into, like, a gimmicked argument now. Even something that, where we should just be getting along over shit, but, you know, even, like, even that shit, man, like, you know, just as a, as a society, like, it, 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 it's not just with that, it's, it's not just with race or anything like that, it's also with fa- wrestling fandom, you know, all this kind of fandom, you know, it just, everything is, like, it causes, like, a, and I, I'm not saying that I'm, like, above everything else, and I'm not, I'm, I'm Mr. Cool, who never partakes, like, even I, even I fall into that fucking trap, but I see other people who are just, like, kind of on the come up, and I already see, like, how, like, they are, like, how, how, like, like, they're being gassed up by their fucking followers, and, you know what I mean, and it's it just, like, they, they start getting an ego, and they start thinking that they can talk shit to every single fucking person, and, and, you know, and, and normally those people like that normally self-destruct, because, Eventually, that same fucking fan base that's liking you, 
they're gonna fucking turn on you once you know what I mean. You've you, the thing is about accumulating goodwill with people is that with, with within one second, it's like it's like Jenga, man. You keep building, 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 and it looks really good. You take one piece out, and it falls to the fucking ground. That's what fucking happens when you're a fucking uh, a Twitter celebrity. You know what I mean? You, you got to watch out for that. And I say this as somebody that's kind of been through that on a on some kind of scale where, you know, you're 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 being attacked by some of the worst people on the internet, and you think you can go at them and all that, but then at the end of the day, you start feeling like shit because you go, why am I going this route to fucking talk shit to people? Because I feel threatened by, you know, a lot of their racism and all that kind of shit, you know? But what am I supposed to fucking do? What am I supposed to say, really? How about, you know, um... Jared Kushner getting a fucking Nobel Peace Prize, man, for his work in Israel. I'm sure a lot of neoliberal. I'm sure that'll be the one thing that neoliberals love about him, like all the, like like a lot of the Biden supporters will be like, yeah, you know what we 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 hate Jared Kushner, but you know, what he did with Israel, that's you know a, a real you know a real. A real a real good thing, you know. They'll find a way to justify it, even though you're probably telling you hate him and all that kind of shit. Uh, huh. I'm trying to look at Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner, hold on. And yeah, I, I guess I guess I guess it makes sense with with, with who's uh, nominating him one nominating it um, nominating him for one. It's Alan Dershowitz. Yeah. You know. But again, like you know, like, I know it's like a lot of the blue check marks who are you know afraid to criticize Israel. Are not mentioning it, it. Just the 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 they're mentioning it because it's just Jared Kushner. But like you know what I mean. But you know, it, it just m- more of these heels are becoming heels. You know. And then uh, let me see who the impeachment lawyers are. Hold on a second. Let me see who the I you know I I just said the 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 lawyers. Uh. Impeachment lawyers, hold on, let me see what's going on. Let me see, uh... Yeah, so yeah, he says the the lawyers are David Schoen. Did I say Schoen? Schoen? And Bruce Castor, you know. So I mean, again, like I, I again, like if it's so, because again, because everyone's like, oh my God, he's so, he's so out of touch. He's, 
getting these guys, but there has to be like a, a, a transparent reason for why this, like these two are, you know, happening. You know? So again, like, and again, of course, Trump's people, Trump's fucking supporters are not, you know, again, the ones who are like, you know, talking about, I, I let me guess, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer was also someone that, you know, kicked him out of like, you know, invite didn't invite him back to like a house party or something like that. So you're gonna be fine with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, don't worry, the Trump fucking people will fucking find a way to like move the fucking. Uh, they'll find a way to like move the fucking goalposts for Trump, essentially. You know, they'll find some fucking way to do that. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. This one, um, and again, and then again, with, with with the whole FBI arresting people and shit. Part of me is like, I think I said it on the podcast before, but part of me wonders if like, are the FBI like, and, and then again, this is just my opinion. You know, n- no facts to back this up. If if QAnon and all this shit is like a whole psyop, and the military and the intelligence agency really must be with Trump on some level. I wonder if all these arrests, like, are these the sacrificial lambs that they're going to put to slaughter, put to slaughter who did the bidding, but now they're going to get rid of them or kind of like that? Or are they being held because now they're being, you know, you know, given memo, given more intel on what they need to do and, and, you know, and, and they'll be used again on some level. So something got fishy with that shit. I could be wrong completely, obviously. I could be 100% wrong. I don't know if I'm... You know, I'm never right about anything. I'm just a bab- babbling fucking idiot who can barely put together a sentence. I write down my fucking thoughts. I come over here and I just go, you know, I don't want to read my thoughts because it'll just sound like I'm overly scripted. I need to go freestyle. But when I go freestyle, I forget about all the fucking jokes I have when I write down, you know. You know, it doesn't really fucking matter, though. I, I-, I just hope that I can remember it. You- um, yeah, uh, how about, the, you know, how about, uh, again, you know, Elon Musk was on fucking uh, Clubhouse, and I don't have a Clubhouse account yet, I haven't signed up for it, I don't know if it's still, if it's open for people to come in, but I mean, when, when, when Elon Musk was on it, I just looked up on, 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 on YouTube, live stream of Elon Musk and someone had it and I have no I, I thought it would be like something where some people were just cussing at him but he was a, he was just like a couple there was a couple of Indian and brown guys kind of like oh Mr. Elon I'm very you know what I mean like he was, was like you know kissing his ass kind of so like I had no and I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about you know what I mean like I had really no idea I don't understand half the stuff I just thought it would be something interesting because you know people are always cussing about him so I thought maybe some other people would be cussing him out like you know what I mean so like, I don't I don't know what was really happening you know I thought I could get something out of it when I you know but again I really didn't have anything you know what I mean it, it, this is where like like it shows that you know like that you know how like a lot of the hip hop personalities are on on Clubhouse it just shows how how talented they are because they're the ones who are kind of making it interesting with some of the guests that they have for people to fucking argue with, you know. So I had no idea what what what, what Elon Musk was really uh was was really doing in the in the clubhouse chat. 
I can kind of look at, I can try to look at some tweets or whatever, what happened. So, okay, so somebody, uh, Like, he was asked stuff like, you know, uh, like, you're frequently talking about expanding the scope of consciousness and life. What does that mean for you? Why does it matter? And he's like, when I think what the meaning of life, why we're here, what's the point? It's all meaningless. I get quite depressed. And I think it kind of broke me out of the reading The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. See, again, even me reading this is kind of boring. Like, I mean, I know it's probably interesting to other people and all that, but like, to me, it's like... I have no fucking clue what you're saying. But then again, that's probably what a lot of people say whenever they hear me speak, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, how many people, like, kind of look to their... Whenever, like, they're in their group chats or, you know, talking to their friends, whenever they hit, listen to something I say, they're like, dude, this guy's talking about Illuminati clones and fucking, you know, Westworld being a fucking documentary. You know? I don't, It just seems very, you know... I'm just, I'm just, I, I wanted to read some of the fucking things. I don't know, man. You know, by the way, Kat, this girl, Kat Bar, Bar, Barbato, Bar, 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 She's like a leftist chick. She, she's the one who wrote the biggest pussies on earth think AOC is being dramatic because she said she was scared a bunch of armed right-wingers stormed her workplace. They would have simply chill if that was happening to them. Actually, they would probably be chill because they like they, they like the armed right-wingers. I mean, that's, 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 that's not a, that's not a, you know, it's a, it's a valid fucking argument. You know, because I think some of them do. I really do. I think some of these, so, you know, white le- white supposed leftist, or whatever they, they they fucking really relate to like some of these armed right wingers, who they somehow think you can convince to fucking you know I I just, I think you can convince fucking right wingers to fucking join your fucking cause what you know and and turn over a new leaf. But once you go to fucking, like, the, the extremes of being in a militant group and all that kind of shit, it's, like, it's harder for people to realize that you can kind of form a coalition with these people, you know? I don't know. I don't know. How about... You know, this is a good joke by uh, Will Noonan. Marilyn Manson's getting so old, I heard he had one of his ribs removed so he could tie his own shoes... Because he was in the news today, whatever, you know. But by, the, by the way, you know, I'm starting to feel like I'm suffering from the Mandela, Mandela effect. I really am. Because, again, yesterday it was news that Rachel Evan Wood, the, you know, the chick from, uh, from Westworld, I think Dolores, right? She revealed that, you know, she was groomed by, uh, you know, Marilyn Manson at a young age. At a, at a teen, when she was a teenager, I think there was abuse... I haven't really read the details. Again, yeah, whenever there's like a couple of celebrity and there's like cancellation, I just look at it the grand view. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I do, eventually I do read the fucking incidents, but then I can't retain all of it because I'm too busy paying attention to what it means on the grand view. Like, now Marilyn Manson has become a fucking heel. 
You know what I mean? And again, like I, I, th- I thought Marilyn Manson was a talented dude, but like it's not surprising that this guy would be into that kind of fucked up shit. Like I, 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 I it, it's not surprising at all that he would, uh, kind of you know be you know some ritual type of shit. There's more women coming out, you know, like over the club. And again, that that's done on purpose. I don't know where, so that people can question why they're coming out now, and then it causes more confusion where you're not going to believe the victims of, you know, his crimes and all that kind of shit. I don't even know, you know, it's just, it's just again, and, and the system knew about it, and they let this guy, you know, run, run scotch-free, scot, is it scotch-free or scotch-free? Who gives a shit? Either way, scotch or scotch-free, I think it's scotch-free. I yeah they they let him get away with that now I guess because he's getting canceled, you know it it doesn't fucking it it doesn't fucking really matter anymore man. Uh, what else is there? Uh, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with Marilyn Manson, man. It just it just really really fucking it really really fucking sucks, man. That like he's such a horrible fucking piece of shit, you know. Just a, a really, really scary piece of fucking shit. And then, and then there's MLB guys that are getting canceled too. I don't pay attention to MLB, but there's a guy named... I, I, in my notes, I put Mark Calloway, but it's Mickey Calloway. Again, I watched... This is a sign of when you watch too much wrestling. You, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, Mark Calloway probably has the same situation going on that this fucking guy, this uh, Mickey Calloway guy. He's a coach. I don't. Well, what's he a coach of again? I forget. Let's see. Hold on. Let me let me look at look at this up again. He's a former b- baseball player, coach, and he's a coach. You know. Yeah, he 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 was like a New York Yankee. He was a, he was a New York Mets manager from two thousand eighteen to the nineteen. Right now, he's currently he's currently uh, the Los Angeles Angels uh, um, um, manager or whatever. But like even other guys, like the guy from the Mets, Jordan Porto, Jordan Porter, he has some abuse thing going on as well. And then one of the other guys who has a hedge fund that's kind of connected with uh, with um, with the Mets, uh, Steve Cohen, deactivated the account because he lost 15% from the whole GameStop shit that was going on. And I guess because his company, his hedge fund is tied in with Melvin, the Melvin fucking... By the way, the Melvin thing seems like a fucking... Because again, uh, um... Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy? The guy's name? Matt Taven from ROH always calls people a Melvin. So when I, whenever I was hearing Melvin in the last week, I was thinking of Matt fucking Taven for some odd reason. You know. You know, oddly enough, when I think about ROH championships, I don't really think about Matt Taven, even though he was one. But when I hear the word Melvin, you know that 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 comes up naturally. By the way, I watched you. Know, I watched a little bit of ROH. And I should get this. Maybe I should get to that when the wrestling portion happens. But I can just get, I can do it now. But 
basically, like, I'm not keeping up with it as much as I used to. Like, I, I'm kind of liking Jordan, John, John, what's his name? Jonathan Grisham's, like, pure, pure wrestling character, kind of. Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's dressing in a nice suit. He looks dignified. He looks fucking, you know, like, he he's carrying himself like an old school, like, old school champion that, you know, like, like an, he's carrying himself like Nick Aldis, kind of, in a way, right? Which is kind of cool. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, the, the, the guy, uh, what's his name? Was it, uh, Vinny? Who was feuding with Matt Taven because, you know, he broke up with the thing. He broke up from, uh, the kingdom. And, um, Matt, Mike Bennett is back with it. They wrestled Beer City Bruiser and that Brian Malona's guy. And then that Vinny guy comes out basically kind of telling them, you know, uh, Matt Taven and them don't care about you or whatever and all that shit. And it basically, with a call, he's trying to get into Beer City Bruiser's head to, like, you know, with a call, kind of break free from what he's doing. And then he did, like, this is, like, the first, like, develop, develop development in Beer City Bruiser's character from ROH, from what I've seen in this current run for the last, like, for the last five years or so. He's always just kind of been around with, like, Silas, and he's kind of done his own fucking thing with the tag teams. Like, it's just like a, like, they've had feuds and all that, right? But it just seemed like their characters have never really been, like, go beyond, like, you know, on-surface level shit. So, it's kind of a weird storyline to see, but, you know. Uh, what else is there? Uh, hold on. Trying to do this all, trying to cram all this in one hour. Yeah, but I, yeah, again, I I don't know what's gonna happen with the uh, the baseball with the baseball guys. It's just it's just weird. Like sometimes like this stuff becomes news, so I look at the fucking grand view about. It just seems more and more like you know it, it, you have to realize that that you know the, at some point there's some the system by itself is default. While we keep pointing fingers at like you know what I mean like that fucking chat that Chad Wheeler guy. He's pleading non-guilty, so clearly he's going to, like, probably get off on some level, and he's just going to be, he's going to exist to be hated by everyone. Like, everyone's going to be, like, always, you know what I mean? He's going to be Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to be Chris Brown, you know what I mean? But then, you know, and some people will forgive him, you know what I mean? And some people won't. It's like, it's just all fucking character shit, man, with real-life fucking trauma that, you know? For more people to make more money off of. You know. Speaking of like. Speaking of like you know. More. Wendy Williams. Who's like the. You know. I, who I consider the female Howard Stern. You know. And she's like more transparent about like her exploitative thing. Whatever people call her out. Where like I think Howard plays by the same rules. But like. Wendy Williams is more obvious about it. Like. You know what I mean? People won't forget what she did, like, you know what I mean? Cause I guess she, she doesn't really grow. When, you know, she, like, you know, put Method Man's wife on blast for having cancer. There's something going on with this beef with Method Man that she's had with him. And then she revealed in a Lifetime documentary or whatever, or in an interview with DJ Sus, that, like, uh, um, that she had a one-night stand with Method Man. And I'm I'm wondering where that story is going. Is it going to be like revealed that, you know, uh, her Method Man she she she's only doing this she has a beef with Method Man, because like you know Method Man didn't leave his wife for her, 
or something. It just feels like really, really odd. It feels like they've been going at it for so fucking long, right? And it feels like, you know, she tries to be the female Howard Stern and she's like kind of gotten called out way more than the person who she's copying, you know? And it, it just seems really odd. Because, like, you know, when you're in the hip-hop thing, whatever, the people who won't take that shit. Like, Angie Martinez, you know, kicked her ass at one point. Back in the day, I think, you know? But, yeah, it's just, it just, it just weird with the the Wendy Williams thing. It, it just, I don't know where the fuck this is. Like, supposed to be going. Like, it feels like a lot of these things are just being amplified up. So, because they tickle your assholes with these new, with with, with the news and all that. They tickle your ass with that. And it gets more and more interesting and complex. Because a lot of these people are having storyline arcs that are playing out on on the surface. You know, and again, like, you know, I, I wonder if her mouthing off to Howard Stern even caused some of her downfall, you know what I mean, like, because again, because, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's true, you know, because Howard's a vengeful fucking guy, he'll ruin your life with no hesitation, he won't, he won't even, he won't even think twice, man, he really won't, he really won't, he won't think twice about doing it, and, uh, by the way, you know, here's a good tweet by, uh, Trevor from Champagne Sharks on his Ricky Rawls account. He always, I call him Twitter Soup because he always finds the most outlandish take on certain things. And he kind of dissects it, but like... So like now, because like there's always this light-skinned argument and people who are half black are not considered black. Sometimes people say that. Now it's like people... And I'm thinking that these people who are doing this are just trolling and trying to get more reaction because they need more discourse. But now it's like... Should light-skinned Americans be considered black? So, so, you know what I mean? And then Trevor puts, so now they've gone from, should biracial be considered black? Or should light-skinned be considered black? What is the end game to all this? And then he follows, follows that up with, by the time these people are done, only 5% of the, percent of the population will be considered black. And then I'm not sure what kind of viable politics can be done at that point. <laughs> very interesting point, man. Very interesting point. You know. But let me see how much time I have left in the recording. I did all under an hour, man. I just, you know. Um, how about the you know the the rapper Salento? Remember the guy that who did the the, the watch me rip. And watch me date. I don't know how it goes, man. I mean, that, that song was pretty popular, right? The guy's being charged for fucking killing his cousin. And, if, and of course, when whenever, like, a, someone who's a one-hit wonder... Again, I don't know if he's... Like, I've heard some of his other songs. Like, I mean, you know, whatever, right? He's pretty decent, whatever. But, like, whatever, like, that happens, you know, everyone has their fucking prison rape jokes already on, on the go. Like, oh, he's gonna be in jail, and he's gonna get that nae and it's like, okay, you know what I mean? And then you look, because again, you want to make the joke, but then I, I always look at it. I always search the thing, and I, I see that everyone, and every, I bet you everyone who writes that joke probably thinks they're being fucking, you know, original. And then yet they get mad when other people steal jokes, but like everyone else is like, maybe everyone just, it's like so unoriginal that we all think the same fucking thought at some point. 
But that's fucking kind of weird, man. Like, you know, uh, let me see. Hold on. Let me see what the exact thing. Like, so, like even Beyonce's cousin was... Uh, And and this guy and this guy has been like doing random stuff. Like he was arrested, walking into a ra- random family's house with a hatchet, looking for his girlfriend. You know, he was arrested for domestic abuse at one point. You know, he was uh, like driving. You know, doing, see, see again. This guy seems like a, a, a like a, the definition of an of a of an Illuminati guinea pig, who's like you know who has to do some of these. Wild fucking things to like fulfill some social contract that nobody is ever gonna know because we have to make it seem relatable. We have to make it seem like relatable to like, you know, like you know, like you know, going oh well, just some random guy just doing some random crazy shit. But like, it's amazing to me that people you know who you know are in the fucking system don't put together like why is all this always happening in like. With like a lot of with all, a lot of showbiz fucking people, cause you tie it into like how like it is for for real life shit, but like how how regular people get down with like how they do their fucking shit, right? I don't know. It just it just seems really like there's something weird really going on. And I wonder if they're making it transparent on purpose, cause there'd be more about this since we really are in the conspiracy era. Even though we're kind of denying that, you know, conspiracies even exist now. Because apparently conspiracies only belong to the right wing. So all the neoliberals, now that Biden's in charge, now all the conspiracies are kind of put under there. They're going to use a lot of right wing fucking propagandist to fucking put out some little hidden truth. While they put like, you know, they lump it all together. So like you you know they they lump all the conspiracy theories together you know, and again if 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 you're a part of the system and you're gonna sell out, then you know it just I don't know man it just feels fucking weird. It feels so fucking weird. How about um? Yeah, again and now like the mainstream has created another fucking character. Courtside Karen, we need we, we we need a faction of all Karens. You know what I mean, to like basically represent. And I guess it's supposed to put LeBron over as a baby face because he told he he told, uh you know basically a, a husband and a wife, you know uh, you know people thought it was it, 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 it was a father and daughter thing. He didn't know it was it was a a wife and a fucking you know a husband. But apparently, like, they were saying disrespectful shit to LeBron, and LeBron told them to go fuck themselves. And then they got kicked out, and then she made a fucking viral post about it. So I guess now LeBron is, like, looked at as a baby face, because on the first day of Black History Month, he told some Karen off. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess that's a good way to get some, you know, you know, get some baby face, you know, to build a baby face up a little bit more while I guarantee you she's gonna be on Fox News she's gonna be a new fucking character that's 
gonna like you know what I mean? Sometimes they introduce that, and then you're gonna find out that maybe she fucking was at the Capitol, or she's like a part of like she's related to somebody that's problematic, or she did some fucked up shit like where she screwed over people and all that. It always seems like you amplify that, and then when they make these people famous, then you know you wonder what the end goal is for that. Cause I can almost guarantee you she's going to be sticking around the courts, court, at least for the foreseeable future. I could be wrong, but it seems like you just made a new fucking, you know, you made a new caricature, eh, caricature that's going to be, that's going to become like a new sports entertainer. Because everyone in the end of the day becomes a sports entertainer and a caricature, you know, parody of what they used to be, you know. It just feels odd like that. You know who I do feel bad? I feel bad for that girl, uh, Chloe Bailey. You know, from Chloe and Haley, you know, from Grownish and then and, and they're, you know, R&B stars. I guess, like, you know, listen, I, when I was critiquing, like, you know, her, you know, you know, her, her being, you know, overly sexual, like, like, recently and all that, I again, she could genuinely, you know, want to be doing that. She feels that confident and it makes her feel good and it makes her feel empowered and all that kind of, you know, all that shit. Nothing wrong with it at all, but it always just seems like a lot of stuff in show business. To market someone to to the next level, it's like they got to force that on, they got to force that. And then later on you find out that she probably is not going to be into it. And then, then we're, we're going to be, and, and then the same people that are defending her, are gonna uh, for for doing it now. I'm gonna be like, oh, you guys didn't help her out when she needed help, and then it's like, you cuss people out for fucking pointing out, you know. And I guess there's some people who are just being flat out rude to her. And she got on Instagram live and she was crying. I, I saw a clip of that and I was like, I felt really really bad for because maybe she just wants to do that, or 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 and sometimes I think that maybe she's crying because she might be she might have to be doing this to get to the next level of her fame game kind of and she doesn't want to give it give it away so she's kind of left powerless because if she says something then it'll kind of ruin you know what's going i don't know but i i felt really bad for her man she can do whatever she wants just it, it, it's just weird because a lot of these guys that are fucking thirsting over her were like you know they're the, the always the guys that say that oh um you know, if if you're over a certain age, you shouldn't be thirsting over, like, you know, uh, someone in their early 20s, and yet th- they're the ones who are also kind of doing it. You know, everyone has a silhouette challenge and all that kind of shit. But listen, I think uh, that girl, uh, Chloe, is very, very sexy. It really does, I guess, with Haley being like the little mermaid, you know, she, cause she, cause her sister was the one who was supposed to be the little mermaid for, like, who everyone where everyone made a stink about it because like you know Ariel wouldn't be black she's supposed to be white you know what I mean I feel like they're making her the wholesome one while they're gonna make Chloe the fucking uh, the thirst trap one where she's gonna just be about her sexuality and and again I I, I applaud that you know what I mean like if if you want to go do that that's all on you ma you know what I mean you can do whatever you want. It just like you know, I, I felt kind of bad because like now and then so now it becomes like, oh look at all you men doing this, but it's like it was like a lot of women that were putting her down for doing it, you know what I mean? And then it, and then the people that are fucking go, it feels like a, like a gimmick where you know people criticize it and then you use the people who are criticizing it, they're using their old tweets 
uh, against them, where they were like celebrating Lizzo for walking around in the, you know, in in the, in the, you know, in in the, in, in an NBA game with like her at with, with the hole in her uh, hole in her pants, where her ass is sticking out, and she's sitting on the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, and and again, I I didn't I, I didn't mind that, you know what I mean? But it just feels like. When you're in that system on some level, you gotta do some propaganda that you might not want to do, and be, being overly sexualized uh, might be one of them. But you won't know until like later on. So all the most you can do right now, you know, she says she she wants to do what she wants to do. So let her fucking do it. But you know, it just you know, it just it's weird. Um. Uh, hold on, what else do I have to do? Um, I feel like when I write down some of these thoughts, and, you know, I, I try to write up, I try to write stuff about it just to get off my fucking chest, and I, I wrote this in my notes even, that I, I always come up with better observations when I'm writing, and then I hope that it'll carry over to the podcast, and then I feel like, I'm not giving it my all when I cover topics because it's just so random. I always think in a in a different mindset compared to other people. I'm not saying that my shit is right. My shit can be just a delusional fatso who's spewing nonsense, who thinks he knows everything, and you know, like my trolls always say, he thinks he knows everything about. He's the answer for everything, but not what you know he's doing with his life and all that, which is true. I technically should be dead. I shouldn't even really be here. But for some reason, people still want me here. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, cover the wrestling aspect later on. Um, you know, I could talk about, you know, some stuff with uh, with Sam Roberts. But, by the way, Jay White returned to New Japan. You know, because people were hinting that after he lost at Wrestle Kingdom, that he was uh, he was the WWE bound or maybe AEW bound, and he returned at the like one of the Road to New New Beginning shows, to attack fucking uh, who to attack uh, what's his name um, Okada I think it was. I could be wrong. You know, he he attacked some. You know what I mean? So he's back and he cuts a promo and all that. But, you know, again, I guarantee you now that WWE shows who are looking forward to him coming to WWE are now going to make fun of him not having money, not having swag, because he didn't sign with WWE, because you have to sign with WWE. And and the the fandoms are going to get so much fucking worse with what's going on in in all this shit. You know, it's going to get a lot fucking worse, like... Already with, like, the whole Bad Bunny thing that's going on. It's, like, WWE fans that are for this whole Bad Bunny thing. Like, I like ba- I like Bad Bunny. I don't think he's bad. He's a decent artist. I like his music. You know what I mean? Not, not my favorite kind of fucking go-to music. But I do, you know what I mean? As someone who catches up on some of the fucking latest releases from some of the more popular artists and underground artists and all that... You know, he, he's been he's been in my rotation of queuing up and all that in my uh, Spotify list. I think he's fine, but I'm also not going to get mad at people for not knowing who he is. And it seems like the people who are getting mad about that are, like, the ones that are are acting like people who don't, who don't really know him or don't really care 
are the ones that are living in a bubble. Like, do you think maybe you're living in a bubble by... And, and again, you, you, it couldn't be you guys living in a bubble because you keep saying that he's the most popular artist in the world and all that. But if a lot of people haven't heard of him, then how is he that popular? You, mean, you think maybe he's faking his stream so you can pretend he's the biggest artist? Like, like Bad Baby... Again, maybe I'm wrong, but Bad Baby, Bad Bunny, whatever his name is, isn't going to be the guy that makes wrestling fucking mainstream again. You know what I mean? And it's just weird because... It's just gonna, wrestling fans just going to get worse as we go on because everybody on Twitter is trying to play a character to get themselves over. So people want to get negative attention over by standing every controversy with their favorite getting attacked, and then they boost them up, boost themselves up when people defend theirs. It, it's like these companies work with some of these characters, and you know they know anti, they 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 know the anti WWE fans will shit over every move, especially when it's the artist they like, and then they conjure up drama and it goes back and forth while the wrestlers are all fucking laughing at us about it. You know, they, they're the ones that start fucking drama and all that kind of shit. Like, you, like, like God forbid you kind of take a shot at Sting on online and people will fucking be in your mentions about it. Just like, you know, people will get, you know, again, people will get on their fucking mentions about certain fucking things, you know. It's just, it just a really, really fucking weird time with, uh, with what's going on in the world. But, like, I just don't understand why people are getting mad because somebody doesn't know who Bad Bunny is. You know, like, like you know, again, and then, and then there has to be some uh, elitist argument to basically, because, like, you be, like, did some of these people that are getting mad over this, did, did you guys personally pitch the guests or something like that? Because you're getting way, way fucking overly sensitive about about people not giving a fuck about Bad Bunny. Like, did you really care about Florida, Florida, Georgia, Florida, uh, what was that, Georgia line fucking group? Florida, Georgia line, whatever the fuck they're called. Did anyone get excited about that? I didn't care about that either. Like, what's Bad Bunny gonna, what's Bad Bunny gonna do? You know, I, I, I don't understand. And again, I could be fucking wrong with it, you know? I'll say this, he... He jumped off the top rope better than Snoop Dogg did, you know? But people are just... The fandoms are getting really, really worse. Like, I, I personally don't care if Bad Bunny is doing wrestling shit. Celebrities have been, you know, been incorporated in wrestling. You know, I dig his music. He's talented. But, you know, some of them are really, really distraught because not everyone cares. You know, if if you enjoy, cool. If you don't enjoy, cool. But I don't understand why there has to be this fucking war. And and again, and the worst part is that people who are in this war who don't who are too cool for wrestling Twitter, they're the ones that are paying attention to wrestling Twitter all the fucking time, and then complain about wrestling Twitter when they don't like certain things about either product, whether it's WWE or AEW. 
You know what I mean? Even on Reddit, it's getting worse as well. I just skim through the fucking comments. It's always just some fucking war that's going on that's going to stop. And then, you know, everyone just pretends we'll have peace for a minute because somebody will kill themselves or something like that. And then we'll pretend to be, you know, peaceful and we shouldn't be getting into drama. Then five days later, we'll be back into drama again. That's how it always fucking plays out with these things now. Because everything is a fucking war. Everything is just for the... I don't know, man. Anyways, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna I'm, I, again, this is like, you know, 9.50 a.m. right now. In, you know, right now, February 2nd. Second day of Black History Month. Uh, you know, I'm gonna come back later to do the raw recap and other other news that comes out from it. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, for you guys, it'll just be another fucking second, but for me, it's gonna be like you know, a couple hours before I do that. So I hope you guys enjoyed. You know, the this portion of it. I try to break it down as much as I could, but I can never maintain the fucking jokes in my head and how to fucking you know. I try to organize that. But yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll, I'll do the raw recap. Uh, I, I you know some of the stuff that I liked about raw. It wasn't a bad episode, by the way. It wasn't a bad episode at all. It was actually pretty. It's a pretty good episode. There's a couple of things I could do without, but for the most part, I actually enjoyed it. It was a good follow up from uh, the Royal Rumble, in my personal opinion. But I'll get into that afterwards when I uh, you know wake up from my you know coma. Anyways, uh, so for the time being, take it, take it easy. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hate saying take it easy because the thing is, is like, you know, you, it's just going to make me look stupid because I'm coming back within a second on the podcast. But to me, I, you know, I mean, who gives a fuck? Who's listening anyways? I should just change this podcast to like, who's listening? Instead of I'm listening, like, you know, Dr. Fraser Crane. But, uh, I mean, we'll see what goes on. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm back. It's, uh, 6.52 p.m., February 2nd. Still the, you know, February, you know, still second day of February. Um. I'm just, uh, you know, um. Still with the, you know, with the, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, cause a lot of other shit kind of broke through, right? I, I was supposed to go into the wrestling stuff, whatever, right? Um, but like, you know, some other stuff has come up, you know, and again, it's not like I'm gonna give this earth shattering analysis of it, you know what I mean? It's just mostly for my fucking, you know, just to get out of my fucking system, like, you know, like that, okay, I, I addressed, you know, Jeff Bezos resigning from Amazon, I really don't know the specifics and all that, you know what I mean, more people have kind of broken down what kind of shit, like, what kind of shady shit he's done, so you just, you know what I mean, you read so much about it, but then, you know, you can't really retain it, because every day is like fucking Groundhog Day for me, you know what I mean, everything is like that, um, You know what I mean? Like, it just, to me, just, because, uh, again, whenever, like, people will celebrate about, like, oh, he's resigning, oh, good riddance and all that, and people think the power, you know, it's all done. 
But whenever these, I feel like a lot of these guys who are resigning from these high positions, because you've seen it over the course of, like, not even during this pandemic, the last, like, 10 years, like, just random, like, you know, like, high-ranking, you know, um, bankers who who just, you know, automatically just, you know, drop from the planet. You know what I mean? And I'm always thinking of these guys, like, just fleeing the planet or, you know, or is there something more sinister Jeff Bezos is going to do? Maybe he's going to be a part of something else. You know what I mean? Maybe you'll be part of the Biden administration somehow. And you you can't tell me any different because, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even... See, again, I don't even know the rules of fucking politics, technically. But since, like, it's, like, you know, attitude era and everything is, like, fucking, you know... Like, David Arquette's becoming world champion, right? What's it called, you know? Jeff Bezos might be someone, you know, on, on Biden's list where now everyone's gonna fucking freak out and all that shit. Again, I, I can't fucking really analyze all that shit. I, I really don't. I just kind of see something, and I just kind of see the moods of the tweets that are, ha- you know, and you know the moods of the tweets. Everyone, you know, the usual suspects, kind of, you know, shitting on him, obviously, and then you know people, and because like it just seems like random, ra- random hate. Because again, when, when people who don't know the fucking whole circumstances of why, like you know, billionaires, you know, you know, I mean, they could be good for the world and they could be bad for the world. You know what I mean? But it's like they've done more bad, right? So when people don't realize the full fucking complexity of what complexity, <laughs> I don't know if I said that word properly. If they don't see the severity of the situation, it just comes across like everyone's just randomly just hating on someone with money. So then you're going to have like, you know, the surge of uh, accounts who may genuinely feel that way, or maybe they're fucking, you know, employed to fucking do that. Where they got to defend you know, any, any billionaire about, like, because, pe- again, cause, like, I think people want to be in that position so that they know that, like, like, this kind of judgment is what to be expected, even though people don't know every single element that goes in with, you know, because, again, I always think that a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of these, I, I, it's not, this is not me to frame, I'm just putting a real, some reality that they live in duality, where, like, like, they might be doing good things that we don't fucking know about under the table, but then on the surface, whether it's like social media and all that, they got to be the fucking villain where they are obviously, you know, doing the stuff that, you know, they are, right? So it's like, so I wouldn't say like they're good, you know what I mean? Because I don't think anyone who's in that kind of mindset by nature is fucking good, but it just seems like a lot of people want to be in that position in some fucking way. Maybe some people want to be in that position to like kind of do better in the world. And some of them have to kind of cosplay as fucking online left, you know, like all these white dudes, you know, who, who, and again, when, when whenever people like discredit leftists about being like, uh, maybe some someone who's a rich guy or whatever, that's why I never really fuck with this whole eat the rich type of thing. Maybe more like eat the fucking oligarchs or whatever and all that. But I do believe that there's some people that have to cosplay a little bit like they're not really, um... Like, they're not really, uh, um, like, they're not really as quote-unquote poor or, 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 you know, struggling as they might claim. 
and, and 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 it's supposed to, and I guess that's supposed to be the, I guess like the the because it's like wrestling. Then when it comes time to like you know discredit them, then that will be their big scandal, right? That's why I you know what I mean because I I believe that you know and again when 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 I say that what they called that they could have like money or they're funded or something like that. That to me shows that there's fucking more like there's good in the fucking world on some level. You know what I mean? You just people are just playing different roles. I don't know, man. It's just it's it, it confuses the fuck out of me when I see you know what I mean. Because again, a lot of that's happening, man. It's happening for a fucking reason. It's happening because we're, you know, it's it's like symbolism of, of of we're going in a new direction and stuff like that. And some of it could be for the good, and you know, and a lot of it could be for the worse. You know what I mean? And you and you really don't know what's fucking gonna happen. I I I I didn't want to get involved. You know, what I mean, I I try to take in some Twitter discourse, whatever, just because this is probably the only thing that's kind of like, you know, I'm trying to see because again, everything in the news, right? Everything's gonna fucking break, like like we're in breaking news twenty four seven. They've created a cycle where like now, if you're not online, you're you're like you're not really in tune with what's kind of happening, what storylines are fucking taking place on the social media front. And I already talked about I already talked about fucking courtside Karen, you know what I mean? Like, and they already gave her a nickname. Now they're going through all of her old posts. Suddenly, she has like all these random interviews on, you know what I mean? Like, were being done of her before and all that. It's like they created a new character again. I guess she's supposed to be, you know, a nemesis like within the black, you know what I mean? Because maybe because you know people, um, maybe because there's like a little bit more behind the scenes power. That you know that that you know that uh, that like the black delegation has whatever where now they can kind of create like little villains, or you know for you know or you know that you know that kind of align with the neoliberal a little bit where they have to get assisted from the neoliberals a little bit where you, you know supply a bunch of, uh, random Karens because that's like the you know that, that's where we're going. I'm not saying that these people couldn't be real and they you know are, are aren't assholes in real life anyways. But I'm just saying, like, 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 like these people, like, people, like, the, like that girl who got caught courtside. Yeah, you, you think that like you're dunking on her, right? And, I, and that's cool. You make all your jokes. I understand that, right? But you know, she probably doesn't even fucking give a fuck because they're all fucking playing characters, whatever. She's gonna go back to her, like, you know, because again, maybe she's associated with some really rich fucking people. She'll probably go on some secluded island where she doesn't fucking be bothered by any of this shit. You know what I mean? While she's kind of trying to play victim online, kind of. You know, but I mean, it's a, it's a good storyline, I guess. You know what I mean? You 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 start off Black History with a bang. You got like LeBron James to kind of cuss out a Karen. I I mean, I said, I'm not saying all of it can't be entertaining. I'm just I I'm just I'm just gonna I'm, I know that it's just gonna be overboard with like like putting her story out there because now races are gonna fucking start fucking defending. I'm gonna start defending her like not not nonstop. You know what I mean? And then you know what I mean. And then people rightfully gonna call it out. So it's like they kind of create more unnecessary. Um, tension to like you know because racial racial tension is already like you know horrible as is right but then I feel like with social media with all these characters that they plant on on there it kind of fuels a flame so when people say that they're fueling a race war it's not like that it's not, it's not that uh, you know it's it's not they aren't li- people who they aren't lying about that but what, what the, they twist it into like well look see they're creating this race war and it doesn't really actually exist when it actually
actually does. It just you're using like you know random storylines, you know more of culture vulture storylines and stuff like that. You know, that's what it fucking comes across as. You know. Um, hold on. Are you talking about um? Hold on one second. I hate when I do this because it, it just I, I try to like you know, I, I I have the multitask you know what I mean um, I mean I, I, every every time I go online there's always like a discussion going on about rappers legacies I wonder you know what I mean and I never try to get involved I just give my like you know yeah listen I think that rappers dope like right now we're discussing Kendrick versus Game and I know Kendrick probably will be considered better and all that kind of stuff and I and I do I think to pimp a better pimp a butterfly is one of my fucking favorite albums, you know what I mean? A lot of the blue check marks, you know, some of them, you know, didn't really fucking like it too much. You know what I mean? I guess that it wasn't, you know, you know, good, you know, good kid, Mad City. I, and again, I remember when, you know, this is when I was kind of like on the outs, like with like, you know, not really being part of hip, like not like, like being, being hip hop fandom, because in 2011, I started, uh, in 2011, I started, like, becoming more conspiracy theorists, and I thought all my favorite rappers sold their soul, and I was, like, really disheartened because, like, I didn't put it together, and I just started hating all my entertainment forms that I fucking enjoyed, really. You know what I mean? Except for wrestling. Then I figured out wrestling was also kind of... Because I thought wrestling was so low-brow, they wouldn't be a part of that, but they kind of are, so that kind of eventually got ruined, but for a while, you know, I, I took a... I kind of, like, you know, I was still, like, engaged with it. But then, like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, I just was shitting on everything. Like, I, I didn't think Kendrick's first, first album was good because everyone was calling it classic instantly. You know what I mean? And I, and I, was, I was wrong. I was, being, I was being kind of an asshole. But, like, you know what I mean? But I, 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 you know, I grew to like Kendrick a lot, whatever. I always thought that Schoolboy Q would be the, the more mainstream guy. Cause, you know what I mean? Because you know how mainstream always chooses, like... The guy who isn't the, te- the technically like the technically the best lyrical guy on on, on their on their team whatever, so I th- I thought like Kendrick would be like more of the lyrical guy that would be the underrated guy. I didn't know that he would be the chosen one. Uh, although although I like all of TDE, I think all those guys are dope. You know, Black Hippie. Um, you know, what I mean, Schoolboy Q is fucking awesome. But um, yeah, no, but again, I don't understand why you're comparing game and fucking. You know, I don't know why people always shit on game for. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I've always thought I personally think he's better than Fifty Cent uh, as an actual rapper. Fifty Cent might be better, to, be better at putting together songs and hits and all that kind of stuff. And when Fifty Cent was, when Fifty Cent wants to, he can actually still fucking rhyme. But most of the time, you know what I mean? Even like on that fucking, you remember that Gatman and Robin song? He basically breaks it down on that song where he's saying that he has to dumb it down for the audience and all that, and to double his money and all that kind of shit. Kind of like what Jay-Z did with uh, um, uh, Moment of mo- moment of Clarity, you know what I mean? Kind of acknowledging that you have to dumb it down for the audience, for the mainstream kind of, and, 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 get, your, and, get, your, and get your cash up. You know, but... But but the thing is like you know what I mean so I think you know but the thing is I also think Fifty Cent is kind of more of a I mean G- Game has like bipolar issues because like you know he'd always be beefing then he would apologize and he'd beef again and I kind of like 
related to that kind of to that kind of thing, whatever. Because I I would kind of get into those mindsets as well, so I could recognize that he had. You know what I mean? And when and when you're like you know in the, in the position that he's in and grew up the way he grew up, it's probably amplified tenfold, whatever. Because like you know what I mean? You you people don't get fucking therapy. People in general just don't want to go to therapy and stuff like that, especially when you're you know especially when you're an artist and all that kind of shit. So. You know, so like, and living the life that you live, what to call it, you know, I understood like kind of, you know, I always uh, um, had empathy for game because of, you know what I mean? Like whenever he would kind of go off and then kind of apologize and all that kind of shit. But I always think that 50 Cent's given the fucking pass for like some of the shady shit that he does or some of the petty things. Like the guy is winning at life and he, like, and I, I get it, man. He's still a funny guy. But I always feel like he ha always has to, like, you know, always just shit on Young Buck for no fucking reason. And I remember I, I, I defended when he, like, leaked the conversation out, kind of understanding his position as a as a boss and all that kind of shit. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I guess that's, you know, gangster tactics, whatever, that you use. Um, you know, and that, and that fits well into that corporate world, you know what I mean, where you become more, people think your life becomes, be I mean, it becomes better on the surface, looks cleaner on the surface, but if, if you grew up, like, you know, being a fucking gangster in the streets, it's probably, like, it's easier to transition for you in the corporate world. People, people think that it doesn't because of the aesthetic of it, but the same fucking mentality, you know, the, the, the capitalistic mentality still fucking exists. And I mean, that's why 50 Cent's able to, like, you know, you know, do, do move in the way he moves and all that kind of shit. But, like, he also is, like, a humorous guy as well. So now he's going to be extra fucking petty, you know? You know what I mean? And, and part of me feels like this is, like, you know how every celebrity fucking gets uh, canceled or gets exposed for something? I feel like he's amping it up more so that we, we, we don't get surprised and it makes him look like a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Like... You know, it's just funny, because he, 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 I don't know, I just don't think, if Young Buck's into fucking, uh, you know, fucking with trans women, like, then I don't understand, you know, just leave, just let the guy fucking, you know, just let the guy fucking live, man. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, you know, and, and again, like, not, not that, like, the, the sexuality should take away from any artist, artist whatever, right? It, sh it shouldn't, right? But again, we, in that, in, that, in, in, in like, in, in, in certain portions of, like, you know, comedy and fucking music or, or just, like, Hollywood in general, it's like, you, 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 if the system uses, uses you as, a, as, like, a gay propaganda tool, then, like, you know what I mean? People will, like, look at that as, like, the representation, kind of like a subliminal level of when, like, they use black people as, like, the poster child for, like, abuse and, you know, like, the worst shit. Because you might just think, oh, no, no, we're just calling out the celebrity. But it's like when you harp on, like, a Bill Cosby and an R. Kelly, when, like, you know, that's, like, default what goes on in the fucking system. When you harp on that, it kind of puts Bill Cosby. And, you know what I mean? Just like it, it, just like it was a go-to for white people to use O.J., um, as, as like, as, like, a, a counter-argument whenever, like, whenever black people would talk about racism and talking about, like, how, you know, there's white privilege or, like, there's, like, white people get away with shit and they go, but O.J. Simpson, and that's, like, the only, that's the only thing, whatever, you know what I mean? That's the only time they were ever enraged, you know, enraged by, uh, 
uh, about the justice, I mean, the justice system not working, not when, like, you know, innocent people are getting fucking, you know, locked up for, on, on death penalty shit, you know, but, you know, it's just, I mean, it is what it is, man, you know, I just think, uh, you know, 50 Cent should chill a little bit with that, you know, but whatever. And by the way, the, the more with the AOC stuff, whatever, like, you know, you mean how I was talking about, you feel, I feel people should feel bad, bad about, about it because, you know, she, she, she really could be in danger, especially with what's going on in that, you know, in Myanmar, um, you know what I mean? Cause I do, th- I mean, people don't think that it could actually happen, but I mean, the, again, this is what I was saying, this whole planning situation and all that, you know what I mean? And they're already kind of, Show like they're already showing that that people are disgruntled with Biden because he's flying in the military, and he's having them sleep in like hor- hor- more horrible conditions, kind of like you know in in a parking garage and all that kind of stuff, and it's like you know it's 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 like it's building the seeds for like, you know a military takeover kind of you know what I mean and people are saying that well what happened to AOC well it didn't happen did it you know what I mean and. And and, and, and and I can see, I can see that because you know what I mean. But the thing is, like the reason why regular people might not be as empathetic is because it always seems like people will fucking shit, like people will shit on regular fucking people, and 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 and, 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 and you know fuck and, and 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 shit on their plight, where they're like you know kind of pushed to like, you know being 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 open prey for some of these other radical groups to kind of go oh this guy is disenfranchised so he can kind of join you know you know what i mean like like i bet you some of these fucking people who are trump supporters may may have just been at most fucking centrist at least but like now like by like you know the aesthetic of what's going on and 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 you know people getting fucking screwed and democrats seeming not to give a shit about people you know it, it's easy it, the right wing can fucking just swoop in and fucking convince them that you know the, like you know trump and uh the Republicans are gonna fucking take care of it, you know what I mean? And then they fucking kind of get into that fucking mindset. So like, I can understand. I can I I can understand. But see, and the thing is, like, people don't have any a- any empathy for people who are like at the bo- you know at the bottom of the fucking barrel. They're being pushed to like you know uprise. You know what I mean? People are getting killed. You know, black people are getting killed, being unarmed. You know, Muslims are being fucking bombed. You know, you know what I mean, and 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 yet with the cold, we're supposed to fucking feel bad for, like members of Congress. You know what I mean? I can see that, but I don't think fucking like the like I don't think it's like all members of Congress are fucking. But I just think sometimes the power is limited on the surface. Not to, and again, I know people always say like that. What's the point of them being there? But it's like you do it. It's it, it's it's a political game where behind the scenes you got to accumulate your power. For your fucking base. So, like, if AOC... Like, I do believe AOC represents good. I do believe Rashida Tlaib represents good. Ariana Presley, whatever. But they're probably gonna... You know, they have to be, like, you know... Um, you know, the, the sports entertainers on some fucking level. And, you know, even taking their trauma and having to, like... Kind of, like, sell it a little bit. For, you know, on the surface. And because everything on the surface is kind of fucking phony a little bit. You're, you're gonna shit on her entire experience... That, like, she might have to, like, you know, like, use because it's a fucking game. Because they use, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying, you know, it wasn't genuine, right? So that's why when you have Michael Tracy kind of calling it out, he looks like a fucking asshole for doing it. Because he's acting in bad faith, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's acting like the people that he defends 
are not are are not are not you know are not acting in bad faith. You know what I mean. He only pointed out if like something kind of come. You know what I mean. Like and and they, and they take advantage of that by because like the people are are limited in what they can say. So you're easy. Like you can basically like because like Michael Tracy knows that AOC might be limited in what she could fucking do on the surface and how she's supposed to present something because the system always kind of co approves what you can say with, with your trauma and all that kind of shit, then, you know, then, uh, then, uh, um, then, uh, you know, he can point that out, but not pointing out why that's fucking happening, you know what I mean? Not to say that her trauma is, like, you know, like, you know, anything to, like, you know, like, just, like, scoff at or, or mock or whatever, but I'm just saying that, like, when you're in the system, you gotta kind of, uh, you gotta kind of fucking, you know, you, you, you gotta fucking use it a little bit as, like, part of your storyline arc on, on, on mainstream shit, you know what I mean, it's, it's like professional fucking wrestling, like, the, like, the trauma is real, but they gotta, everyone has to present it in, in a way that's, you know, co-co-approved, essentially, so, you know what I mean, and again, like, people are saying that, no, like, it's not gonna happen, but we're acting like January 6th is gonna be some, you know, isolated moment, you think that these people are gonna give up on what they're fucking trying to accomplish, like, in, in fact, they, they've kind of been too quiet, you know what I mean, lately, you know what I mean? It's kind of suspicious a little bit, if 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 you want my fucking honest fucking opinion. But, you know, I mean, as far as I, you know, just in my fucking theory, I, I have no fucking facts to back anything that I say up in here, you know what I mean? This is my interpretation of what's being presented to me. Um, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm in my mom's basement, you shouldn't really take anything I say seriously, because the world, the world really hasn't taken me seriously, and, and for good reason, you know what I mean, who wants to talk to, to who wants to talk to a fat Pakistani about Illuminati clones and, and Compound V, you know, you know, just, just don't, you know, I mean, go to, like, you know, better people who, you know, are, are well-versed in, like, at least kind of making it relatable to regular people even though there's i believe there's more of a spiritual and symbolic nature to all of this i'm not saying that like we should harp on that but these things aren't empty gestures when you see fucking like lady gaga dressed in you know again you might you might just think she's just being silly by dressing in fucking uh hunger games mocking jay you know uh thing but that's like symbolism of where we're going you think it's it's a fucking you know it's you think it's hyperbolic when uh Giuliani said trial by combat you like you like, like you like you really think you know what I mean like it's I'm fucking scared of where the world is fucking going man where I think it's going I don't know if I'm right or not you know what else did I have here yeah I mean and, and other stuff that I try to hold my tongue on is like do I, it's like everything has to become a fucking whole conver, a whole, like, conjured up fucking discussion, whether it's about comedy, whether it's like you know uh, if if people you know if 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 people like you know like some of the white shows that you know the you know uh, you we we they they are white shows right but like because it's it's never really identified as white shows only identify when it's a, a, a you know a black thing because they always i always felt like when they do I, I i never realized that but whenever like they always put like oh it's a black show i always thought it was like 
trying to go like, okay, well then, like they would make it seem like it's lesser, like lesser than, right? That's why you never refer to white shows, but you should refer to the, the white shows as white shows. But the thing is, like, comedy is comedy to me, man. If it's funny, it's funny. Like I like, I like Wayne's bro, Wayne's brothers. I like Martin. I like Martin when I watched it when you know, as a kid. I really do need to revisit it because the thing is, I it, it was never like that show, like J, like Jamie Foxx's show was more in syndication afterwards than I saw more, at least, in, at least in Canada. Maybe I wasn't catching it, but I always saw, like, Married with Children, Jamie Foxx show, um, Wayne's Brothers, uh, Roseanne, Seinfeld, always, you know, Friends, Three is a Company, MASH, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always saw, like, those kind of, th- those things, you know what I mean? So I never really got a chance to, like, re-watch Martin or whatever, but I saw, like, a couple episodes, like, like, a couple of months ago, and I'm like, yeah, this show is fucking hilarious, man. I, you know, because, again, I, I, I did... Again, I was because again I didn't understand like some of like you know like again I'm not a black person so sometimes I wouldn't understand some certain like what why why certain humor would be you know uh, you know certain like comedy lines or whatever or, or 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 you know would be funny but like there was also like you know jokes that I could kind of get but that's what all sitcoms though like I, I I when I was a kid I was more into like kind of like if I could understand understand like some of the like the the, the like you know uh, humor because like I wasn't like like I I was like not close not clo- like kind of shielded from like like only like kind of like full house type of humor you know what I mean like had to be really easy to dissect kind of humor right so like I, I didn't know anything about about cool stuff and all that kind of stuff so I wouldn't really you know what I mean like when I when I watched Fresh Prince and they're making I wasn't I, I wasn't into hip-hop at this time right so when they were making hip-hop references I never really understood them and then when I became a hip-hop fan I'm like holy shit they like na- like they named draw they you know like, you know that one everyone uh uh when Will Smith was uh, when uh, he got Ashley to be a fucking singer, and she turned on him, and then he kind of was trying to get his cut, and he was buying all these albums, and he named all these albums off like Tribe Called Quest, Nas, whatever, and all that. See, back then when I was a kid, I didn't know what, what you know what it was. I know my friends were into hip hop, whatever, and all that, but I really didn't know what it meant. But then when I'm watch, rewatching it, I'm like, oh shit. That's, you know, he mentioned Nas and Tribe Called Quest, you know what I mean? So, like, it's just weird. So, like, that's why I want to kind of, you know, go back and watch Martin again, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, like, and everyone's just, but again, like, I don't understand why, like, you can like Martin, you can like Curb Your Enthusiasm, you can still think It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is a fucking dope show. Like, I don't, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's like that and food as well. Like, I, I, I never post anything I fucking eat because, you know what I mean? And, and put, oh my God, delicious and this is how it's done, you know what I mean? And people would just goof on it. It's like, 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 like even with food now, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all a competition with every fucking thing. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. And the thing is, like, I it's, it's my fault because I can't fucking stay away from it, man. Because you're trying to fucking just see, like, because, again, I think everyone online is trying to play a fucking character, trying to reenact their fucking favorite shows, you know what I mean? Like, they want to be in a 90s fucking sitcom. So, like, the Twitter's the closest thing they got to it. To say, like, outlandish fucking things, whatever, in their head. You know, and I'm, I'm saying this as someone that used to fucking be in that position as well, kind of. My, my whole life, I imagine I was in a fucking sitcom. And let me tell you, it didn't translate well to, to, uh, to my friends who had no idea that I was doing some fucked up shit in my head. Pretending I was in a sitcom. 
like for example, like whenever like my friends would ask me like, oh, hands, you, you like this girl, right? And then in my head, I go, okay, you know how like in a, when a, when a sitcom character like uh, denies it, but it's so obviously true. I would do that kind of shit, and 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 I I assume that like my friends would get it. But they, and because there was no communication about this anyway, so like it wasn't like I told them about this, but I, you know what I mean? I never really wanted to explain stuff, stuff that I was like, you know, acting, I was like, you know, a- acting out my favorite shit, like trying to cosplay George Costanza reactions and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So like, so like when I would do like, like, oh no, I don't do, I don't like her. Like I was doing it so obvious that like, I could see the disgust of my fucking friends' faces. When I would be doing that kind of shit, you know, because because, because like they they had no idea they, they they thought I was a really bad liar, really. If if that makes fucking sense, you know. I don't know. Um, I don't even know where this podcast is going. It's supposed to be wrestling time, but I I wanted to kind of get other stuff like that out. Okay, I I can talk about some wrestling stuff now before I get into Raw. Um, Lars Sullivan got released by WWE. Like, uh, I'm not covering like every news item that's available, whatever you know what I mean, um. But uh, but yeah, Lars Sullivan was like you know uh you know uh, he was uh let go, before I knew all the stuff about him, whatever. I really I really thought that like you know he could be a good big intimidating big man. Like I thought he should have been like Miz's bodyguard to put more seriousness in Miz. Where where instead of Miz becoming kind of like a joke, because you know Miz, Miz even in in the in context of wrestling, he's not really a credible threat in the ring because he's not like a, this ultimate tough guy, right? What the call? I thought that having Lars Sullivan, you know, like you know, kind of being his like you know his heavy kind of in a way would kind of put more uh would put more um, um would put more um uh, a danger an element of danger uh, to Miz whatever. You know what I mean? I saw potential in the fucking guy, but then you no, know, then all of a sudden his old, you know, again by default his old racist post fucking you know existed, and then he's also kind of you know sexually harassing you know some some yoga instructor that he you know paid that he paid a service for and all that, and she didn't fucking like it, and then you know and then of course like people shamed him for you know because he was homophobic and he he was do he was in, in, doing gay per pay video. I, I guarantee you, what they're calling, these guys are, are always in the system and they, and they don't play by regular rules. So it doesn't matter if you know that they are fucking, you know... Like, again, like, for all you know, all this... Like, again, every again every person who becomes a, a fucking... A, a public figure, at one point, had to fucking be an online troll. So that's how you're kind of initiated into it. And again, and again, like, you know what I mean? Like, like if, if they really wanted to hide that, they could have hid that. That was done on purpose, but now I don't know where you're going to go. Is AEW going to fucking hire? I, I hope not, but, you know. He was a bust, you know what I mean? They tried, I guess. I guess, I guess his storyline is going to be more about what happens in real life with him, you know what I mean? He's probably giving, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not giving a storyline within the product. He's probably going to be, like, something that people are going to be talking about on some level in real life because maybe it gets worse for him i don't fucking know but it's it's all fucking kind of uh orchestrated to be that kind of way if people can really see you know through the illusion of what they tell us and you can and if like you know these people who are not conspiracy theorists 
who scoff at any conspiracy if you can get your over your like your um your your bi your, your bias because you hate that a lot of the right wingers have taken over conspiracy cool but like you know not all conspiracy people are fucking right wingers I know I know they're try, trying their hardest to fucking lump it all in and and they've been they've been doing a good fucking job now with how like some of the fucking uh, neoliberals on television are fucking acting like you know like Jimmy Kimmel somehow like now has become like even more aggressive aggressive about uh, more aggressive about his like like he used to be kind of laid back at least pretend to be laid back but now he's like you know he's he's like generalizing all the fucking stock market people as Russia Russian disruptors. Um, you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, you know, talk, generalizing all conspiracy theories and all, and all that kind of stuff, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and the fucked up part is, is that if these, if, like, let's say it's proven true that some of these QAnon conspiracies exist, like the fucking actual content of, of what it is, not like the PSYOP itself, whatever, then it's like, it's gonna make it seem like those right wingers are are the ones who led the conspiracy movement, and you're gonna have hijack it, hijack it, because you know, because again, like, but again, no one wants to fucking hear that because, you know, people just think whatever they want. Um, yeah, the Usos are not medically. I, I guess J, again, I I always assume it's fucking COVID and they're just hide, hiding some of the cases, but. Uh, you know, I know, I know Jimmy Uso's been out for a while, and he wasn't going to be cleared for a bit, but Jay Uso, I'm actually, like, I'm wondering if he's okay or whatever, but apparently he isn't cleared, and the Mysterios had fucking COVID in December, which is probably why we didn't see them randomly. I, I always assume if people are just fucking dropping off from not being seen, that they probably, you know, are, are going to have COVID or something like that, you know, but who the fuck knows, really? Uh, holy shit. Let me, uh, hold on, let me. You know, um. Oh, yeah, yeah, and here's another one. Vince McMahon was not at the Royal Rumble, which is probably, see, again, they, I always tell you that whenever they, whenever they, they need, whenever something good happens, like, whenever Michael Cole makes, like, the... Uh, remember when Daniel Bryan won the world title, Michael Cole was actually calling the match properly, and it actually felt like he wasn't, like, cramming jokes in or anything like that, you know what I mean? The the, the excuse was Vince McMahon was not at the fucking... Was not at the fucking stadium because he was with Taker at the... At the, um... Uh, at the, uh... He was with Taker at the, um... When he got, uh... When he got, um you know, injured at, at the, you know what I mean, after the Brock Lesnar match, he was kind of like, you know, still, I think he, he like, I don't know if he passed out, but something happened where he had to be taken to the hospital, you know what I mean, and, and, and Vince McMahon, you know, um, went there with them and all that, so like, I guess now, because the Rumble was kind of good, you know, and, and, and it had the right, and it had the right winners, and it was like a compelling thing, whatever, I, it's gonna be because Vince McMahon wasn't there, and now Vince McMahon is back, and now it's gonna be now the bad is gonna be, you know what I mean? Now it's gonna be Bianca Belair one. Well, now we need to make this, uh, we need to make this uh, a triple threat match. You know they're gonna go that route or something, and then or you know what I mean? Or or like you know make Drew McIntyre fucking lose his title to someone. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's always an excuse, but I, I think like Tyson Kidd, 
uh, Jamie Noble, Shane McMahon, Jason Jordan, Adam Pierce, and and uh, yeah, I think Adam Pierce, Tyson Kidd, and um, what's his name, um, Pat Buck were the ones who did the women's match, and uh, and Jamie Noble, Shane, and Jason Jordan did the the the, the men's match. They produced that match, and they and I thought they did well. Uh, you you because again the, the, those elements of old school with it uh, I felt with the uh, how they accumulated bodies in in there in, in in there you know what I mean and it wasn't like like everything everything wasn't fucking really like just 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 for the sake of spot you know what I mean just for like the sake of having a meme and all that kind of shit but I thought it was a really well produced Royal Rumble especially in the condition that they're in, especially with what's going on right now with like you know what I mean like they made it as compelling as possible so. I, I I always dig knowing who produced some of the matches because it tells like who really ha- who's really good. You know, I mean Tyson Tyson Kidd seems to he he did some other good matches too, but Tyson Kidd always seems to be really good with the with producing the matches, man. You know, he, that, that's you know that's fucking dope as hell. But by the way, I can see people on Twitter already kind of stealing my fucking joke about like how someone's gonna be um how someone's gonna be watching WWE on the Peacock and there's gonna be problematic fucking uh, people writing pieces about it when they randomly come up to an episode. You know what I mean? But I don't have to worry because the people who copy that, you know, I've seen their tweets and like they have abysmal humor, so. But yeah, no, I I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I'm I'm guaranteeing that's where it's gonna go. That's where it is. That's where it's that's where it's gonna go. So then you can kind of shit on people for, you know, shit. It's it's gonna cause even more of a fucking uproar in wrestling and all that kind of shit. It's gonna probably, you know, be that it's it's gonna be like political correctness is out of control. You know what I mean? And even though like there's valid criticism you can make. About certain fucking, I mean, listen. Nobody wants to be mainstream. You're gonna, your past is gonna be fucking analyzed, right? You know what I mean? Like you, 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 like your past is gonna be fucking analyzed. But like you know, I, I can always see the pretentiousness in how it's gonna be done. You know what I mean? Like those ways to crit- critique it and go, hey, we need to fucking change, need to change, or like you know what I mean? Like some some fucking you know random fucking uh, uh you know some random Karen is gonna be you know seeing Jerry Lawler's uh you know comments to throughout the women. And all his racial fucking comments during commentary, and then they're gonna do a background check on like what Lawler has done, and they're gonna bring up like you know what you know his like his his uh, allegation that he fought that he had to overcome in the fucking nineties. You know what I mean? That he you know, again like I whenever you make a comment about it, people are like, well, hey man, he was he was not found guilty, so then you know what I mean you can't really say that he is guilty, but like it seemed like. There was some intimidation with the fucking thing, and he, you know, he spread rumors that she was a lesbian and all that kind of. I don't know, like, like being a lesbian is a bad thing, but you know, like I guess to like a, in in rural Memphis, they would probably not like take too kindly to that. You know what I mean? Uh, hold on one second. Uh... Yeah, so I I can get into no. I was gonna go into what else. What else did I have to talk about? Um. 
Yeah, Sam Roberts, you know, again, I, I, I always knew when he made that comment about Bianca that he was becoming an online, becoming an online, you know, uh, an on-personality character that they're subtly bringing in by doing it like this was a real opinion of her of his. I guarantee it was a work because he knew he was going to eat those words. He's supposed to be this, you know, he's, he's, he's really putting that shit-disturbing heel kind of in a way, but he doesn't, in a, like, he has good analysis. I've seen some of his stuff, whatever, right? I, I think he chills for WWE too much, so sometimes... You know, I I I should probably because when he when he does analyze fucking actual storylines and it's not really like just an ass kissing contest, you know, with WWE, I I I I can kind of appreciate what he does, whatever. I I think I I think because like you know he's from Opie Anthony's show where like you know like 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 like, like those guys don't li like really like Muslims too much. And, like, you know, I know Jim Norton, you know what I mean? He's cool with Jim Norton. Jim Norton really, you can just tell, like, Jim Norton fucking really hates Muslims on some level. Like, and he'll pretend, like, no, 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 he just hates, you know, the, you know, the the the, 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 the terrorists and all that kind of shit. And people who are just trying to put their religion on people and all that. But then he never acknowledges that, like, you know, uh, people, you know, that, that, that the U.S. has done the exact, the exact same thing. You know what I mean? He's like one of those. He's one of those guys that gets like really, really loud. Like, you know, like those edgy comedians that get really, really, really fucking loud when you when 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 they're trying to counter anti-American. So they'll they'll add a lot of dummies and 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 you know just like a lot of fucking name calling when they're fucking countering it. So they sound cool while they're you know shilling for American exceptionalism. You know what I mean? But that's just what that's what it is, man. But yeah, no. But Sam Roberts was getting heat. Because he kind of congratulated Bianca Belair. And everyone was like, apologize. You know what I mean? Apologize to her. You know what I mean? And maybe that's part of the fucking work, right? But again, you, you, if, if people really want to be mad, Sam Roberts wouldn't go on and do anything unless he was told to do it. That's why they have certain puppets like Corey Graves and Sam Roberts and, you know, Peter Rosenberg to kind of give out their opinion that they don't want to fucking share um, to their fucking thing. So if, you know, it might end up being that Triple H or Vince McMahon told Sam Roberts to do that. But again, people are only going to blame Sam Roberts because he was the fucking guy, you know. And and again, in, in his defense, like, he just, he, like, even though he was wrong and I, I disagree with him totally, it wasn't like he was, like, super loud about it. He just said, ah, he goes, right now this isn't a, a, main, a, a takeover-worthy main event because cause we, we don't know much about Beyond. Like, he could have worded it better, you know what I mean? But, like, the point was that this could have been a star-studded-making st uh, um, performance. Um, I still think Shayna kind of, you know, kind of, I, I think it, it, sometimes they put women in that position where it's not good. Like, you know what I mean? If a woman doesn't have a good match and all that sometimes, and men also, when things are supposed to shine, they shine. Sometimes they, they, they kind of put put a, a hold on different other other matches not to be fucking good at times, because then it creates fucking more discourse for online, right? So like, Sam Roberts did that shit, and of course people are coming after him for for what he said. Um, you know, for, for what he said, so, like, you know what I mean, like, he should apologize, I mean, he should fucking say, hey, I was wrong, whatever, but he's probably not gonna fucking do that, he's gonna carry on this, this whole thing, whatever, but it, it, it just shows that, like, all this stuff is all planned out when people are supposed to go on the attack with people and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean, it's like, and then, and then they go for the puppets, but they won't go for the actual puppet master, 
And then and, and you think you're gonna fucking like just you know make a change with that shit. But whatever, but yeah, so Sam Roberts got heat and you know it's whatever. By the way, Bad Bunny getting ten million views on Instagram. I'm sure the WWE shows are not going to be annoying about that. Well, we look at this, ten million views. Not yeah, because ten million views can be amplified or paid for. Not saying there wasn't millions of views, but I'm just saying that you know, even with like with Eminem's videos, like you you really think there's like two billion people fucking watching that? You know, it's whatever though, you know. Let me take a little break. I'll get into raw thoughts quickly. I thought it was a decent show. I, I really thought it was a decent... There was things I obviously didn't like. So, and there was always like some booking decision. But I thought overall... Maybe because, you know, having Edge back... You know, and him being in a fucking match... It kind of made me feel... You know what I mean? And there was actually like... You know, just... Maybe because so, I'm on social media... So it makes it more interesting for me, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like... But there are some good things I dug about it, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I can see potential, but I'll get into it in one second, you know. Okay, so let me uh, just go through, um, let me go through some of the raw stuff, you know what I mean? Just get, again, I'm not doing a full fucking recap, you know what I mean? There's better people who recap every segment and every, you know, every move and all that stuff, you know? I'm you know I'm just more about where storylines are kind of going because that's where my fucking head kind of goes with some of these things. So Drew Drew McIntyre and Edge you know Drew McIntyre started right and again he is like you know again like being presented as like this fucking great good guy he's like recapping the event he's kind of giving props to like you know everyone else you know like you know all the other faces kind of um and kind of still acknowledging that the like you know Roman Reigns won and all that kind of stuff and he's kind of uh you know uh just you know just doing his normal baby face stick that it comes across like an actual like human being not an overly you know like not a, like a, a you know an overly condescending kind of you know like over hyperbolic fucking type of uh, baby face you know, who's kind of, like, mostly like, like, a John Cena type, you know what I mean? Where people actually hate him, kind of, you know? But then, you know, Edge comes out, and, and judging by, like, this, by this promo, like, you know, like, like even though, like, because, again, judging by, judging by this promo, it seemed like, yeah, Edge, Edge, it seemed like Edge is not going to challenge Drew. But they're kind of giving the tease because, you know, Edge is supposed to give me this illusion that he's choosing, that he could be choosing Drew. But, like, I still thought, even for that kind of segment, Drew, like, kind of still had a good promo where he was, like, kind of giving him props for being a mentor and being, like, a legend. And then, you know, he goes, I, I, AJ Styles' foot, like, boot was, like, in my face and I hear your music playing last year. And he's kind of, you know, just kind of, uh, he's kind of just being, like, you know, an overly nice guy at the Edge, praising him. And Edge is kind of, not, not, like, he he didn't scold him, but he's like kind of like yo. I I appreciate the praises, but like I'm a viable threat, and you're giving me, you you're giving me praises. You should have kicked my head off, and then you know, and then Drew's like, well, I'm not an op ultimate opportunist like you. So he kind of you know shot back a little bit, right? Kind of maintaining his coolness. Then Sheamus comes out, 
and 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 you know what I mean. And Edge looks concerned because like this guy, because this guy's like he says he says you're, he goes you're opening yourself from being a target. And when Sheamus came to defend him, and you know said that you know Drew, Drew McIntyre is like you know been carrying this promotion during this. Uh, you know, during this time, he didn't want to say pandemic, so they had to say like uncharted waters and all that kind of shit. Um, and then you know, and then and and then Drew told him to like you know, uh, he he's got this whatever. And then he told Edge like, if you're gonna make your decision, like you know, I'm ready and all that kind. Of, you know, basically just telling Edge that he's aware that he's a uh, he, that he could be chosen whatever um, f- for the title shot. And Ed- Edge would just look kind of like you know, look like he's more kind of disturbed. Like he has to teach this guy a le- like he has to learn this lesson the hard way because he's told him that he's a viable threat. And then lo and behold. Sheamus fucking finally turns on him, right? Now, the way that they did this, it was like, you know, they've been hinting, they were hinting in like, you know, before TLC, before this Goldberg thing fucking happened. You know, they were establishing a nice fucking friendship between Sheamus. He gave him a, Sheamus gave him a sword, you know what I mean? And and, 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 and it didn't come across like an overproduced kind of like, oh, look, these guys are friends, but you know they're going to turn on each other. It looked like like a genuine fucking thing. Like, it looked like a, a very genuine, like the promos, like backstage seemed very genuine and they came across, like it didn't come across Across like a cringeworthy baby face kind, like you know the we have to overly show you how we're getting along. We're gonna like be so transparent about it, where we're gonna be like overly you know c- c- celebrative, right? But then at the same time, like you know him and Drew already got into a a brawl backstage, and then they they, they were cool with each other, right? So you could still play that up, but it just it just I think the fact is like the the fact that it wasn't mentioned because of the whole Goldberg program, and it kind of took a back seat, but also because i mean who's to know if it were taking a back seat because drew had to be gone for two weeks so they couldn't really they, they, they couldn't really you know uh they couldn't really you know do much with drew i mean if you really wanted to like kind of keep that friendship thing going on with with drew and sheamus you should have had like at least sheamus kind of come out and kind of cut a promo on goldberg on drew's behalf like going listen like 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 my friend isn't here whatever and all that but like he's gonna kick your ass kind of thing like so at least you have it in everyone's mind but i think most people were thinking that this was gonna like you know be something that uh that like kind of built like like you know into like maybe i think we're we're used to like them getting turned like uh, wrestlers turning on each other after like a result of a match or something like that but i personally didn't have a problem with it i don't know if they're gonna go with drew versus uh sheamus at mania but it seemed like that's gonna be the chamber um, 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 main event chamber fucking title match, and if and if Edge is choosing Drew, then I, I assume that one of the chamber matches will be for determining uh the number one contender for Drew, who I think you know I think Lashley could ha- you know have a shot at winning that if they play their cards right. Because again, you no, know, and again, Sheamus did a segment and he had Drew Gulak hand him his bags. You know what I mean? Like he, you know what I mean? So I guess that's supposed to symbolize he has a new Drew in his life, a new friend or whatever. So I guess Drew Gulak is going to be used as fodder for this feud 
to just basically be a punching bag, basically, if they're going to incorporate. And it, and it drew later on, cut, like, a very, very fucking emotional fucking promo where, like, he's like, you got to throw away, like, 20 years of friendship for this and, and you know, and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And then, you know, t- typical fucking, you know. But again, Drew McIntyre, the way he fucking delivers the lines and he delivers all that shit, you know, it, it feels, like, more organic when he does it. So I'm actually looking forward to it, you know what I mean? Because I think the match will be a kick-ass match. And, you know, and maybe this will be done with it, you know what I mean? Maybe this is just for, like, you know, just a program to get to Mania. And um, then we had Riddle, uh, we had Riddle and the Lashley, which again, this, again, this was a good fucking match, but it's just like the fucking ending of it was like, you know, he, Riddle's on the outside of the apron and Lashley's in doing the full Nelson, the hurt lock. And, and then, you know, and then I guess Lashley got DQ'd for it, but then after he got DQ'd, Riddle fucking tapped out. So, like, it's like, okay, well, the guy tapped out already and all that type of stuff. I don't understand why they got to keep, like, people are saying that Lashley hasn't done anything with the title, right? And I agree. There hasn't been fucking heavy storyline around the title, which I kind of dug about at least Apollo Crews' reign, that at least, like, there was an actual storyline feud. It wasn't just like, oh, these guys are going to fight for the thing. Sometimes I think that when, 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 like, but the thing is, here's one thing that I, I, I like about, if they're, if they're going to, like, you know, not really focus on the uh, on the U.S. title, I would rather the title just be on the person while their group is dominating rather ra- rather than them being, uh, uh, rather than them just being somebody that fucking, uh, um, uh, somebody that, you know, uh, just loses every fucking week. You know what I mean? They lose it every week. Now, w- w- the ideal situation would be, hey, have a good fucking, have a good fucking reign with fucking people, right? Have a good fucking reign with, uh, with, 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 pe- with people, right? But, you know, um, but, but WWE, like, this is, like, the best you'll fucking get with a mid-card title at times. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when, um, hold on, Twitch, fucking, I'm trying to put Impact on on Twitch. Um, hold on, uh, oh my god, impact, you're really gonna make me type the whole thing out, huh, you cocksuckers, hold on, uh, just trying to watch right now, hold on, uh, put this low, okay, there you go, you have, a uh, Havoc, uh, kind of, Whatever. Hold on one second. Let me see if my, uh... Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, that... So, yeah. So, that was basically the Seamus and Drew thing. Oh, no. That, so, yeah. The, so, the Lashley thing is I would rather my... You know what I mean? Like, with, with, like, with the Shield, right? Dean Ambrose didn't really defend his title in the U.S. Championship, but he had it for almost a year. And, and the thing is, is like, you know, he defended, like, maybe like three, two or three times, whatever, right? But, like, because, like, WWE doesn't really focus on their, on their mid-card championships, right? I, I, I actually preferred that Dean Ambrose was still, like, 
an important part of the storyline, but he was still the U.S. champion. You know what I mean? And sometimes I, I, if I had to choose between getting the champion to be jobbed out every fucking week and somebody just holding the title but being in a dominant group and it kind of comes a little backdrop for a bit until the next guy, whatever, I'm for that more than I am for, like, you know, someone like Cody Rhodes who's IC champion and then he kept losing to Randy Orton, like, every fucking week. You know? That's just, you know, how I see it, but... Um, give me one second. So, like, yeah, so, like, uh... I don't know, I'm just saying that, you know, I... I, I don't mind how, how Lashley's title reign has kind of gone, basically, you know what I mean? Could it have been, like, they could have focused more on the feuds and all that? But I think it was more of a, you know, a way to just have a title on him for a bit. I mean, I mean, and, and the way they book shit is, like, so fucking horrible with, like... You know, Matt Riddle has, like, you know, he, he's, like, lo- like, he's lost, like, different matches with Lashley. But then he's getting another match, and then now, like, there's another fuck finish with 50-50 with this shit. And so now it kind of, you know... And then I guess, like, they, they, they made Lashley look fucking dominant with fucking just, you know, beating the shit out of uh, him. MVP's kind of having reservations, so, like, now they're kind of teasing is Lashley kind of at odds with MVP. I hope not. I really hope they're not breaking up. The hurt business, man. I again, like you, you, like wrestling logic would would indicate. Wrestling logic would indicate that uh, that like when they're teasing this stuff, it's kind of like you know a, a way for them to kind of like you know trying trying to like trick you and 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 not really uh, and not really you know going you know what I mean like like oh no we're we're actually on the same fucking page whatever, because you know to me it feels like if Lashley loses the U.S. title to Riddle. Then I I really do think that it'll open him up for maybe a spot in the elimination chamber maybe, and maybe he actually ends up winning it to fucking face Drew and you kind of tie it back into the storyline, with MVP and Drew to begin with you know what I mean and, I don't know we'll see what happens with that, but and you know again MVP was around after the bad but I'll get to the bad buddy segment but he was around I probably just cover all the hurt business stuff whatever. He was on commentary, kind of avoiding any of the fucking issues with him and Lashley. And kind of, I don't know if he, him making fun of Bad Bunny was just to kind of deflect and just be a fucking heel like Bobby Heenan, kind of. And just kind of make fun of, like, the performance guy. Like, kind of just putting over, like, hey, what's this guy doing here, whatever. I don't know if it'll lead to anything, but um, but he was on commentary during the Cedric and, uh, and uh, Shelton match where they're against... Um, Lucha House Party, which I guess it makes sense because they've been winning matches on NXT and on the main roster, so you might as well kind of you know give them a title shot. But then the thing is, they're for they're there for a big match with like like Legado del Fantasma on NXT, and and, uh, and the, this coming week, and yet they're you know they lost in this match. Which and by the way, I mean listen, it was a it was a really good match too. I I personally thought. I think like they're they're you know they're very very capable in the ring and of course like you know Cedric is fucking you know, he has this intensity about him when he kind of connects his moves and the way he fucking sells it. I still think his lumbar check is one of the best you know in the business, from what I've seen you know, um, the way, especially when Ricochet is selling it. But yeah, you know he you know so yeah so this time the story of this match right which was a very good match by the way. Um, Shelton's the one that did the blind tag, and he got the win this time. And, you know, and he was, and Cedric was kind of complaining to MVP, and MVP was kind of, just kind of ignoring Cedric a little bit, um, about his complaints, and they were kind of like, you know, uh, 
um, they were kind of just being, they were celebrating. It wasn't as much tension this time. Like, like in the celebrate in the celebration, like Cedric wasn't making dirty looks. He actually embraced the celebration afterwards by just kind of being happy that that they won. But initially, when Shelton blind tagged him, he was like looking at MVP for advice, like, "Yo, what the fuck does this guy do?" Kind of thing, whatever. But. I don't know where it's gonna go. I I still think it's ultimately gonna lead to Shelton Benjamin getting kicked out, rather than Cedric. You know what I mean? I think the I think you're supposed to think that me and uh, you're supposed to think that Ricochet is getting fucking kicked out, but um you know uh, that it's not Ricochet. Sorry, Cedric is getting kicked out, but um but um, but it's gonna be fucking you know uh, Shelton maybe, you know what I mean? Because cause again it'd be it would be better if MVP was behind like the. A, a young, like a younger star than like, you know, I mean, not that, listen, maybe none of them break up, you know what I mean? Because again, if Shelton Benjamin's in a good spot, I, I'm not going to complain because he's a fucking, I think he's an underrated guy that wasn't ever really fully utilized to his full capabilities when they could have been pushing him and riding the wave in 2004, but that's a story for another day, right? Um, let me go right here. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, so then, uh, uh, again, see, Kofi's been doing promos online about, like, about how, like, it doesn't make sense for the storyline, like, basically kind of dissecting what Ali's saying and how he's blaming him and all that kind of shit, but then when they're on the screen, they're doing, like, Woods and, you know, Kofi are doing, like, you know, the, like, this time is like, more the aggressive kind of comedy, where they're, like, kind of, like, like, harping down on, emphasizing, you know, when Kofi just fucking screams, whatever, but, like, it's in a comic, comedic gesture, but, like, there's, like, some viciousness behind the comedic gesture, kind of, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah, so, like, they're basically hyping each other up for, for Woods to go, to do, because Woods is, like, apparently I'm in a best of five with the retribution, like, because he's kind of poking fun of the fucking booking, essentially, and, and I think they even know this, the, the whole, the way this is set up is kind of stupid, and it kind of, it kind of makes Mustafa Ali look kind of stupid for just solely blaming Kofi, but Xavier Woods won when, uh, when, when Mustafa Ali was kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, distracted by the fact that when, like, T-Bar got involved, Kofi ran from the other side to, off the steps, he leaped off of fucking T-Bar's shoulder onto Slapjack, and and then Woods kind of won, you know what I mean? It, it, it was a decent match, too, man. I, I think Woods is a really... I mean, I know people always focus on Kofi and Big E because like, they're really, really talented, but I also think that, like... Xavier Woods is like a really really good like he's like a really really good wrestler like he he does he his moves have like really concise like 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 stiffness to it whenever he does something you know what I mean I I actually I actually think he he he's actually like probably one of the better he's probably like the better worker of like the three in New Day even though and, and that's not taking anything from New Day at all right New Day is. Like, you know, Big E is fucking amazing for, like, the guy his size to be able to do stuff that he does. You know what I mean? I think he's kind of given up on doing the suicide dive to the floor where he, he lands face first into it. You know what I mean? Where he kind of knocks someone off the fucking apron. But then he also goes down. I always think that, oh, shit, man, he's going to get concussed. You know, I'm always worrying about that kind of shit, you know? But, yeah, I, I yeah, so, like, uh... Where the fuck was I? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I was talking about... What, what the f- I was talking about Ali and Woods. Yeah, so, yeah, I, again, it seems like that this is going to be the fucking program for Mania, I guess. 
I, I, again, I don't even know how they're going to book it because Ali, if Ali's supposed to be going in this nice program, it's like, are you, like, not, like, why wouldn't you, like, you know, at least... I, at least let him win so that you're, if you're teasing at it. Again, for all you know, it could be like, you know, it could be like maybe a New Day reunion against fucking Retribution, which I don't know, man. I think Big E should be doing something big with the Intercontinental title, you know, maybe with Christian, you know. Um, yeah, let me go back to the notes. I was just checking when, when something was on, you know, hold on, uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah. So you 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 see, um, Bad Bunny with Bad Bunny with Damien Priest, which again, like you know, I again, whenever like you know, because Bad Bunny seems like a fucking fan, he's you know what I mean. So if he's trying to incorporate something, you know, if you're trying to incorporate like uh, uh someone who's kind of, who has like a fan base outside of fucking wrestling, and you're kind of debuting somebody, I don't I don't mind this pairing at all. It kind of it kind of helps whatever. With it, you know what I mean. Um, but Miss Miss TV, you know these these segments just become like, like kind of like you know like typical Miz and Morrison promos. Like like nothing really ever really gets accomplished with some of these things. It just seems like really bad comedy. That and the thing is Morrison like and the thing with these segments is like I start out hating them, but then like I actually do laugh at some of the things like when they put the rat like trying to do the rap thing and they're trying to ask Bad Bunny for help about about b- b- being good rappers and they'll teach him about uh you know being a good superstar and then bad bunny is going i have nothing to apologize for when Miz was trying to issue an apology to him and then he and then basically he just it was it was, a, it was like a precursor to introduce damian priest who had his debut match and again i i always dig when like you know some of these guys you know some of these guys debut against Miz because Miz can kind of do heel shit with these guys of where they've been in the past, and while and he kind of you know put go well, I've been here, you know, uh, making movies and all that kind of you know what I mean he can do all that kind of shit because I always think Miz is good fodder for like people who came from the Indies because because like because like because of Miz was someone who's like a typical uh, a carbon copy of what WWE wants and like they're fucking in their cookie cutter guys you know what I mean. So like you know, uh, so like it's 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 so it's always good when you see Miz working with these guys, whatever, right? It was basically I people were complaining because Damian Priest had a win because Miz was distracted, but like, like dude, it it was to put out a bigger fucking story, and Damian Priest probably could have beat Miz on his own, really, but I didn't I didn't I didn't mind this. Miz was trying to cheat. Bad Bunny grabs the briefcase so he wouldn't. Morrison asks for the briefcase. He gets the briefcase. He gets clocked by Bad Bunny with the microphone. Miz is upset, you know, visibly upset. And then, you know, Damien Priest does his, like, his version of what the cross rule, you know what I mean? I forget what he calls it, you know. I'm not good at memorizing the fucking moves. Um, then there was uh, Naomi. There was um, Nao- Naomi, Lana... I guess Oscar Charlotte and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks. Okay. Once. So yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was fine for whatever Damian Priest was doing. Um, I think that's where I left off, right? I, I was just being interrupted by. Apparently, I'm popular today. Um, yeah. So uh, what else was there? Uh, yeah. So yeah, of course, as I I talked about the discourse earlier. Um, in in the podcast about like you know everyone 
kind of getting up in arms about like people being overly aggressive against the idea that WWE could catch capture any mainstream attention from this. The thing is, is like yeah, it'll get a lot of views on social media, but then are those people gonna go and check for WWE because no one really watches? You know, what I mean, they just watch the clips. You can go on YouTube and do that. But the thing is, I don't really trust fucking, you know, views and streams, like, all that well anyway. Like, not to say there isn't anything genuine about about a fucking stream or, or a view or a like or whatever, but whenever somebody is supposed to be amplified, you know what I mean? Sometimes I just think some of these fans that want, like, their favorite artists to be, be performing at these, at these places, they get really uptight that other wrestling fans are going to be doing are gonna be pissed off about that and I, I get it that like there are like ignorant fucking assholes who are gonna just because it's like something that's like you know that like that minorities might fucking like they're gonna fucking just poo poo on every fucking thing but there's also other fucking people who are fucking hip hop heads that watch fucking wrestling and they're like yeah I don't, I don't really know much about this guy you know what I mean like I really don't know much I mean, I think sometimes, like, you know, people just put down current generations for no fucking reason, but, I mean, we don't know how big any of these fucking, how big this fucking guy is, you know what I mean? But, you know, again, if if it gets more eyes on certain fucking people, I mean, I thought it was a good introduction for fucking Damien Priest, you know what I mean? We'll see, again, and, and then people, again, people will, will always use Keith Lee as a barometer, like, hey, he's been in main events, and he's been he's been featured on television, but it's like, okay, but he was also told to go do PC reps again, you know what I mean? While other people like Nia Jax are not being told to go do that, right? So, like, and again, like, and can you really say Keith Lee's, like, I would say when Keith, when the NXT came on to USA Network, I would say when Keith Lee was on NXT from 2019-2020, that you could argue that, okay, Keith Lee was kept fucking strong, he had a good showing at Survivor Series, uh, and, you know, he was the last guy with Roman Reigns in Survivor Series, he had a good confrontation with Brock Lesnar, he got a good ovation, you know what I mean, he was kind of killing him, the pandemic happened, he, he, still, he still won the fucking title, but then I felt like him losing to Karrion Cross because they booked themselves into a fucking corner, um, you know what I mean? Uh, I, that's why I said that, you know, but, I mean, Kerry Cross got injured, but the thing is, is like, you could have done a double, you know what I mean? You'd have to make him lose the title that quick. He wins, he comes, he, he beat Orton. Okay, cool, he beat Orton. He's had title matches, he's been incorporated in the Survivor Series team, but it's like, at the same time, that they've, like, kind of stripped away, like, anything that was unique about him and kind of made him look like a generic monster, kind of, in a way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's done good. They they'll give you things that where you can go. Well, he he was in title matches, right? He was he was doing this and he was doing that. But then it's like, okay, but he's also not being booked, uh, you know, as a as a guy that like is 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 supposed to fucking be there, really. Like you know what I mean? Sometimes it just it just it just feels like that. And again, like it's like and they also skip the other people that didn't get that got mistreated. Um, from coming from NXT, like they just use Keith Lee, but they, 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 you know what I mean? Like who, who else? You know the other people who've there's been a, a a bigger track record of people who haven't resonated with the fucking with the, with the bot with Vince McMahon on the on the main roster. Um, you know what I mean? And that's why I'm kind of glad Undisputed Era has fucking avoided main roster fucking you know the 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 Raw and SmackDown thing whatever. 
because, you know, I'm, I'm afraid. So we'll see where Damian Priest is by Mania, where he's slotted and where he's going to be after Mania. That's the, I mean, yeah, he had a good debut. He'll probably be in a, in, you know, in, in a good few. He looked like a fucking star, right? Even Edge gave his nod of approval when he saw him in the, in the hallway, whatever. Because, you know, Edge was in the main event. With, you know, and they, I guess they're basically trying to... I guess they, they are trying to get the Orton and fucking Edge thing out of the way. And I'm actually kind of glad they did. Because, like, you know that that, that feud was going to happen if Edge becomes champion or, or down the line again. So I guess for the time being, they fucking closed the window on that. Where, you know, Orton cut, like, a really dope promo. It's kind of like... It kind of reminded me of, like, an old school... An, an old Raw... Where like when 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 guys have been feuding for a while, and they kind of like like just kind of on like not on the fly, but kind of like an- announce like that like like they're gonna like like it would be like if like Bret Hart after Bret Hart and Owen Hart had their feud, that just just randomly that they they would be facing on a like one last battle kind of thing, where like it's on like an actual like an, an action zone or a fucking Monday Night Raw episode where it's kind of like, like kayfabe wise it closes the chapter on it, but like you know what I mean like, it didn't need to be promoted to another fucking pay per view, so I kind of dug that and I liked. Um, Hold on one second. Let me. Uh, I I was gonna give the context of what you know. Sometimes what was said. Sometimes, sometimes I I just kind of try, when when I can't remember. I just kind of make it up. I kind of make it up on, on my own. You know, so <laughs> yeah. Or so Orin told him to go fuck himself. Uh, no. Hold on one second. Let me just see what the. Hmm, Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, Orton, uh, yeah, Orton said that, you know, he basically said that he, he didn't think it'd be possible for Edge to return, let alone win the Royal Rumble, and he goes, and then he goes, like, and goes, by Edge doing this, it's made, it's made him a liar, so, like, now he has to make sure that, like, he has to send Edge back home, and he said he did it out of love and compassion, and then, and then, you know, Edge fought back with another promo before his match backstage about, like, that he that he that Orton didn't go bell to bell like he did. He goes he he went bell to bell and he goes you went you went in the ring for eight minutes, and he's you know uh what else do you say you know and he goes um, and he goes and he goes cut the crap about you know you saying you did it for because you love me I mean you love my family, you did it because you're jealous and your and, and your and your ego is like getting the best of you kind of thing whatever, and uh. And then I was like um. And he goes, yeah, so he goes, in, in order for, like, basically he's trying to, he, he, Edge always does, I'm not doing it justice, but, like, Edge always cuts these fucking promos about how he needs to have him in the rear view mirror before he goes to Mania. So he's kind of, like, you know, cutting that kind of promo, you know what I mean? Um, oh, by the way, I, I see, now I remember where I left off earlier on, whatever, but I'll get to the Edge and Orton stuff, with the match itself, whatever. But, yeah, no, I think where I left off was with the, um... Um, with Lana, 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 and uh, uh, and Naomi, Charlotte and Oscar, Rose and Brooks, right? Now Naomi's cutting a promo like she's Lana's new best friend and she's not gonna leave. Is, is, is it me or do, do they have Lana and Rusev or sorry Miro, um, both in storylines where she's looking for a best friend and Miro has somebody that he's um forcing to be his best friend. I don't, I don't, I I don't fucking know. Whatever, but I if if uh, the rumors are true that Naomi is uh, 
if Naomi is, uh, you know, uh, join, uh, joining Hurt Business, because they teased that on Twitter uh, a while back, then, like, would that mean that, uh, would that mean, um, you know, would that mean that, uh, uh, where, where the fuck was I with this thought? Hold on a second, I'm just trying to think. Oh no! Um, so yes, yeah, so I, I was saying that. Would that mean that uh, <laughs> that that uh, that Naomi will fucking leave Lana for MVP? So that would make two people that MVP MVPs turn uh, Lana's black friends against her. Like you know what I mean? Like that would be kind of hilarious if uh, you know, because that's what Lana like. Lana like just I guess her character serves to be disrespected all the time. I guess right. You know what I mean? So I guess like you know, having Naomi put that like I'm your best friend. I'm never gonna leave you. You know that reeks of you know like yeah something. I'm something's gonna happen. But then you know when they're recapping the Asuka and Charlotte fucking thing, right? What's it called? And they're asking uh Charlotte like kind of uh Charlotte's kind of like apologizing in her like monotone way about fucking you know not not being there as a partner and all that kind of shit. And Oscar just interrupted and goes, yeah, yeah. Because, so she's basically recapping it. She goes, yeah, you had a problem with Ric Flair and the other girl. Like, she, like she's done with this fucking storyline. And after the, the result, you, can, you can't blame her because she knows she's being overshadowed. And maybe they're making that obvious on purpose to fuel the internet fire or whatever. But, like, you know what I mean? Because obviously going to be a feud between her and fucking Oscar, right? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh... Uh, you know, is Asuka gonna fucking lose it before Mania, or they're gonna make her lose it at Mania? It doesn't matter what it is, right? But, you know, but what they're called, she, again, Lacey Evans and Ric Flair distracted, Charlotte Flair got off the apron, Asuka was, you know, everyone has to be distracted, whatever, and then Naomi hit the rear view on, uh, on Asuka for the win, which is cool that, you know, Asuka decided to let Naomi pin her for, you know, you know what I mean, but like, Naomi should be going for the world title then, if you know what I mean? She pinned the world champion. She can claim that, you know? But no one's gonna fucking, you know... She's gonna be in, in tag team hell with, you know, Lana for the next while. Hope that team doesn't really... I hope Lana... I hope uh, Naomi goes single. But she, I think it'd be dope if she went with the Hurt Business. Maybe maybe if, like, if Lashley wins it at Mania from Drew... And then, and then Naomi sees that and she's like, Oh, I should join the Hurt Business. Maybe that will help me get to the women's world title, you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. But, but by the way, I, I I didn't mention this. Yo, whenever I see Shelton doing the pay dirt, like that's like that and the zigzag are literally like the two worst moves for me. I never like those are two moves that I mean at least sometimes Ziggler can make it fucking look good, look impressive when like other things are happening, other things are happening, whatever. But I never really dug the fucking zigzag and the pay dirt. I don't buy into moves where you gotta jump up in the air to then then drag somebody down when you can just. Still have that same fucking velocity just being on the ground. I don't. I don't, I don't know. It just means like, like it, it takes more out of you than than anything. I. I whatever. Who cares? And uh, yeah. So so yeah. So Naomi and them won. Um. You know. It, it was fine. Um. Oh yeah, the Carlito and Jeff Hardy. I knew that Carlito being back, he was gonna be in a feud with Elias or something like that. I guarantee we're gonna see this match. He didn't get any mic time. He didn't even have the apple this time. But you know, whenever whenever he comes out, man, it's it, him and Sami Zayn's themes are the two themes that sound like Mario Kart fucking racetrack like music, racetrack music, whatever. 
You know what I mean? Like Carlito sounds more like the beach level. Sami Zayn sounds more like you know one of the one of the like you know one of the, like the later ep like one of the later ones before like the finale before rain for the before Rainbow Road kind of you know what I mean? He sounds like the the, the more the more grassier one, you know, the more grassier levels, or something like that. You know, um, yeah. So like yeah, it, it, but Carlito was um it, it was an okay match, man. I I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Carlito, I thought he was gonna turn on Jeff Hardy. But I mean, listen. If Carlito can get a fucking good run out of this man, he he. I mean, he looks good, uh, ring you know ring wise and all that kind of shit. I wonder where it's gonna go. But I mean, he serves better as a heel. But how many heels do you have? He could be a sarcastic fucking face too. But you know, he can he can do both. But um, I I I would enjoy if he dunks on. Uh, you know how he he does that sarcastic shit. Like remember when uh you know uh like he he like he calls out sarcastically in the in 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 the best tone ever, like when like when uh him and Chris Masters lost their match, and and Chris Masters the next night was like to turn Carlito heel, Car uh Chris Masters was like you know I was I was mad about this thing so at Mania I I I cost us the I cost us I cost us the the titles and Carlito was like that's was literally the stupidest plan ever like that kind of shit you know what I mean so I mean hopefully Carlito sticks around man because I've always I've always been a fan of Carlito you know what I mean he's always been uh uh you know a really good performer when he actually gives a shit. But I also don't blame him for not giving a shit because look what look what who look who runs the industry. But yeah, Carlito and I guess we're gonna see this match for like the next fucking three weeks, nonstop. Maybe Carlito will fucking will will make mention of that because he's kind of you know. And then this is probably one of the worst fucking things I saw. This bliss thing, like maybe if Nikki Cross was in this position to fucking do this, it'd probably maybe come off better. But Bliss doesn't really have. Like, anything that's really changing about her when she does these dem demonic things where, like, her style doesn't fucking change or whatever. And she doesn't seem believable to be, like, you know, someone that people are going to be fearing. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, I think most people will fear that she would probably tell their manager on them. I, I mean, in that, in that regard. But, I mean, listen, man, she, I, maybe not even her fault. Maybe this is what she's just fucking given. She's doing the best with it. I don't want to, like, you know, shit on her, shit on her completely because I kind of always... I guess I get mad because WWE chose her to be... And I'm not saying she could have been champion. I'm just saying a thing, but WWE chose her over Sasha Banks to take prominence for a bit. And it kind of left a sour taste. Because, like, you know what I mean? Because for, for a while, it felt like the women's division kind of wasn't really hitting hard like it was in 2015 and 2016, in my, in my personal opinion. Until then, you know, then Ronda Rousey came along and all that, you know... And, and by the way, so she fought Nikki Cross, whatever. And by the way, Nikki Cross has this new theme song where it, it sounds like when a female in a lead role in a comedy in, like, in the 80s is getting shit done to a music montage. And then, you know, it's on her way to be... It's on her way to be built up to confront her... Uh, it's on her way to confront, like, whatever obstacles facing her way, but she has to, like get like you know the the montage done where she's like working out and she's like you know interacting with like having funny interactions kind of and then they're doing poses in front of a mirror or something like that that's what it that's what that's what nikki cross's theme song fucking sounds like to me if you really want my opinion but you know poor nikki cross man yeah i mean they, they, they put her in this position okay I, I think nikki cross is dope i think she's like really underutilized um 
By the by the way, on the Ali thing, Ali put on on Twitter, Kofi Mania sucked, and I I just I was hoping this would get fucking retweeted, but I was like, man, are you are you sure you're still not a cop? You've gone too far. You know, but yeah, I, I don't know. But see, see that one's gonna trigger people. But you know, but I I know that Ali doesn't. You know, I I'm sure Ali doesn't really feel that way since he was like. One of the guys that was again that again Kofi can go off on the, uh, Kofi can go off on that where like when Kofi was got his title shot Mustafa Ali was one of the guys that came to celebrate with them. It's basically making Mustafa Ali look like a fucking idiot, kind of. Because again, like he has no reason to blame fucking Kofi for like I mean I, I'm sure he's mad at the attention he got, but it's like you be mad at the guy who got like the thing is the, 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 the thing that fucks me over about this is that he got a title shot at fucking Fastlane. Like he got, like he was put in a triple threat match. So like, so in storyline, he got his title match. So if he had won, maybe he would have been made a vetting with Kofi. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. You know, it's just really, really stupid. And then, by the way, after Bliss won her match, she pa- she passes by. You know, she passes by Orton walking down. You know what I mean? And not 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 like making eye contact with each other and kind of like having this. What you naturally do when somebody burns you alive in your face, you know what I mean. And you see them next. You, you see them next week. You kind of go, you kind of go. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do anything right now. You know what I mean. But like, like, but instantly you should be kicking the fucking person's ass. But okay, whatever. But anyway, Orton and Edge. I I thought this wasn't gonna be a non match. I thought this was gonna be a way for like. The Fiend to come back or like Alexa Bliss to do it, but they actually had like a really good match. I think this is Edge's actual first match without the bells and whistles. Like even though the world's greatest match that they're promoting that had edits and all that type of shit, so I guess you can count that one as technically from a in product standpoint, um, his uh, his first real match. But because they edited that shit, I really I really thought uh you know this one was actually. The more legit fucking one, and again he it, it was it was a it was a decent match, man. It's just surreal seeing Edge just compete nonchalantly on a on a on a on a, on a Monday night on a Monday Night Raw episode. You know what I mean? And not even promoting it, just kind of you know in the, in the you know what I mean. I, I, that's why I kind of think that this is he's probably gonna be on SmackDown for the majority of the time because he is he is going to SmackDown. To 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 go cut a promo, and I guarantee you that's where they set the rain stuff up, and maybe you know rains will fucking attack him, and you know it kind of you know, it it just leads to like him having to choose rains basically. But I thought for this match they got it over, and you know for something that's supposed to end the feud, but now Orton's stuck in fiend hell because Alexa Bliss appeared, and the fucking you know the fucking penguin. Remember in Batman Returns when Penguin was dying, and you see the the black goo coming out of his mouth. Also, what they called the black goo was also, like Pollock pointed out on his podcast about like when, uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior was fucking possessed by fucking Papa Shango. You know what I mean? But that was coming out of fucking Bliss's mouth, and she was freaked out. And then you know, basically Edge got a spear on him and won, and that was it. Just ended right there, basically. So that was a fucking Monday Night Raw. Um, you know, again, you know, I, I'm looking forward to to it. I mean. I'm I'm not looking. I mean, more people are mentioning that Bianca Belair on Twitter, um, that she feet test the rope. So now I know where it's going, and I'm wondering now if Rhea Ripley shows up there to kind of counter that she, you know, to basically kind of again listen. If if it's just a storyline to kind of just 
fill Bianca up with something before she goes to Mania for the title. I don't mind that. They did that with Shawn Michaels too, with like putting up putting up his number thir- putting up his winner's trip to Owen Hart or you know Rock and Big Show, whatever and all that. You know, you, you know what I mean. Sometimes you do that to kind of fill space. But if it's doing that in the in, in to to kind of add to more to add to the match, if it's doing that to like um, take away her one on one match, then I think it's kind of fucking lame to tell you the truth. But I mean, the match will still kick ass. Maybe she'll win. I, I, I mean, it has to end with her winning. You know what I mean? Because I remember everyone was up in arms when it should have been Triple H and Chris Benoit and then ended up being one of the best triple threat matches of all fucking time. So, you know, who, who knows what's going to fucking happen. Anyways, um, take it easy. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you didn't, I understand why either. I'm kind of, you know, an asshole. So, anyways, uh, have a good one.